93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Friday, September 27th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the grandfather of an 11-month-old baby who overdosed on his parents' drugs said the child is recovering well at the hospital. Chester County officials said the infant required three doses of Narcan after he overdosed on heroin as his parents slept off their high in the front seat of their car on Wednesday. First responders arrived at a home on Limestone Road in West Fellowship Township Wednesday night about 7 o'clock after a family member found the child unresponsive. The child's grandfather said the couple came over for dinner when he found them in the car. Police said they interviewed the child's parents, Kristen Bristow and Charles Salzman Jr., and found that they had ingested heroin and fell asleep in the car along with their child as they were parked behind the house. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's awful. According to officials, after the parents fell asleep, the 11-month-old found and was able to get his hands on this heroin. He ingested it while seated in the vehicle. Dear God, so these guys are dosing up. They're they're about to go into their their parents' house house for dinner. Wow! Yeah. So they dose up in the car with the baby. Pass the ba- out. Pass out. Mm-hmm. The, the baby gets that's un, that's wow. Awful. It reminds yeah. me of that footage. It haunts me every time I think about it. Uh, the parents passed out in front and a oh, yeah. young child in a safety seat in, in the, the back. back. Yeah, that yep. was awful. I know that w- that was. Um... I mean, it was locally, but I yeah. think I, for, they, weren't they parked near a train track or something? Uh, something. Uh, yeah, it, it was, was awful. Yeah, it was hard well, all the way around. How about this? The kid wasn't in a safety seat here because the kid was able to, able to get rummage it. around yeah, the yeah, car yeah. and get a hold of the, the heroin. Yes, yeah. Oh, Tro- my God. Troopers from the Avondale Criminal Investigation Unit and the Forensic Service Unit responded to the scene and said they recovered numerous bags of suspected heroin and fentanyl and assorted paraphernalia from inside the family's home. The child was overdosing before its first birthday because of the actions and addictions of the parents said Michael Noon, first, district, uh, first assistant to the district attorney. Bristow and Salzman were charged with aggravated assault, endangering the welfare of a child, recklessly endangering another person, and related charges. Both were taken to the Chester County Prison. Police say it was a fight for survival during a home invasion Wednesday night at 11 o'clock in the evening along the 2200 block of South Darien Street in South Philadelphia. Officers say two armed men stormed into a home and were confronted by the 22-year-old homeowner. Police say the homeowner got into a scuffle with one of the suspects. Before it was over, multiple shots were fired and one of the suspects was dead. The witness was able to gain control of the handgun and fire it multiple times at the first male, mortally wounding him. The witness also fired at the second gunman who fled the property, said Captain Jason Smith with the Philadelphia Police Department. Police say the criminals didn't know the homeowner and were after drugs. There were 265 grams of marijuana and edible gummy bears recovered from the premises. Officers say the drugs had a street value of $5,000. Police say the second suspect involved got away and the homeowner owner is still recovering in the hospital but could face charges. Uh, the witness is not expected to face charges regarding the shooting incident. The witness may, however, face charges regarding the narcotics located in the residence, Captain Smith said. Police have not released the name of the homeowner. Uh, the search continues for that second suspect. Public toilets and sinks have been installed along Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia to help with the hepatitis A outbreak. Funded by the city and manned by Prevention Point, the facility targets those most vulnerable to hepatitis A, which is 
is common among drug users and the homeless. The virus has been a citywide emergency concentrated in Kensington. Hepatitis A is spread through sanitation issues like feces and not washing your hands. Some residents welcome the steps to improve their block and say that it will help the homeless from going, uh, help prevent the homeless from going to the bathroom on the street. Others question the efforts, especially when photos online already surfaced of the hand washing stations damaged after being installed. They were showing these uh, this uh, community group clean up a, a sort of a homeless encampment and get all the garbage out of there. They're trying to at least el- diminish this Some risk of, of disease. They were in head to toe hazmat suits. I mean, because you can't risk it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder with the opioid epidemic, if the uh, homeless rate is is up tremendously. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. They've done research on the numbers and the explosion in in the homeless, and and so much of it is directly because of uh, the opioid addiction. I mean, because I know these these homeless camps have always existed, but I feel like they're everywhere now. No, it's crazy. Um, so the city has tied the, uh, these hand washing stations to a light bulb as a uh, deterrent for right now. But um, you know it was it was a good effort. They're putting them up there to try to help with this hepatitis A uh, outbreak. All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs> The shorthanded Eagles won in Green Bay last night, beating the Packers by a score yeah. of 34 to 27. They did it! With 25 seconds left in the game, Craig James tipped Aaron Rodgers' pass into the end zone, and Nigel Bradham caught it for an interception and sealed it for the win for the Birds. Carson Wentz went 16 for 27 for 160 yards, three touchdowns, and no turnovers. They did it! And the Eagles improved to 2 and 2, ending a two game losing streak. They'll be back home next weekend with a game on Sunday afternoon against the New York Jets. Nolan Patrick will miss the Flyers' season opener after being diagnosed with a migraine disorder. The 21-year-old center hadn't participated in training camp practices or played in any of the team's preseason games. General Manager Chuck Fletcher said that Patrick will not be going to Europe, and additional information will be provided once the team returns. Patrick will not be ready to start the season and is listed as week-to-week. You know, it's it's bizarre because a lot of people aren't that aware of how profound migraines can be. Migraines can be, Oh, he just gets headaches? No, yeah. it's much worse. It can be much worse. Hold on. The, Sorry, Nick. No, I was saying the exact same thing. It's debilitating. Yeah. The Flyers begin their season next week in the Czech Republic. The Phillies lost in the Nationals yesterday afternoon in Washington. Oh, man. Oh, I know. Are you so bummed? The Phillies are back home this weekend with a final series of the season against the Miami Marlins. Vince Velasquez will get the start tonight. Game time is at 7.05. And that's what I have for you this morning. How y'all doing today? Doing well. Doing well. We go on a, uh, on a Friday morning. I know. I'm not ready. I'm, I'm like, uh, I got sidetracked. And I'm like, uh, I had to go get Kathy and rescue her downstairs oh. in the uh, in the lobby. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Started to. She, she didn't... I've had this happen before where you misplace your pass key to get into the building. Oh, they're right here in the studio. Oh, were they really? <laughs> and then you have to sit down there and do this waiting thing, see if anybody comes and by. And then, like, well, I was, like, knocking when the, the construction workers would walk by. I was, like, knocking on the door. But there's, you know, two two sets of doors, so they didn't hear me. And I'm, like, somebody's got to be coming soon. And finally, after, like, ten minutes, I'm, like, no one's coming. So she texts <laughs> me, and I call her. And, okay, what, what lobby? And, all right, cool. I'll be down there. And before I hung up, I was going to say, you know somebody's going to yeah, come down there between yes. the time that yeah. I am leaving yeah. and trying to get there. And sure enough, I get about halfway there. <laughs> That's what happened. She yeah. calls me and somebody's on the way. 
So a little discombobulated, but uh, raring for a week-ending radio program. And we will give away that trip that we have. This is very cool. Los Angeles, and it's for the premiere of El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. So we give that away today. We also give away $1,000 at 8 a.m. It's just <laughs> becoming routine, giving away all this money. It's a great routine to have. Yeah. We have your chance to win a grand, so get yourself set 8 a.m. It is the Money Shark. Uh, guests on the program today, we are going to have comedian Chad Daniels. He, he'll be performing at uh, Punchline tonight and tomorrow. We are also going to talk to our good friend, Kate Flannery, who has made it fa- past the first eliminations on Dancing with the Stars. And offer up a tutorial on how to help vote for her to make sure that she clinches this thing. We want her to win, obviously. She's a great yeah. person. So she will be on the program as well. Our friends from Primos are stopping by. That means we're going to have some giveaways for you. We also have the screening of the movie Joker coming up. We've had a, a venue change. Mm-hmm. Now it's instead it's going to be at the AMC Neshaminy 24, and that will be next Tuesday. So we'll make sure we have your chance to get on board for that. So that's a lot, man. It is. Get yourself ready. We're going we're gonna to have some good times this morning, guaranteed. We'll take a break, come back in a second a stupid question the entertainment stuff to roll out to you and more so make sure you hang on we'll be right back like the Preston and Steve show podcast check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, I have an interesting question. I'm not sure exactly how to... Phrase this. I was not familiar with this. In 1977, the deadliest crash in aviation history took place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I'm going to do this. Well, I was going to ask what island this took place on, but it's a little too obscure. How about I say this? What were the types of aircraft that collided? Hmm. This is interesting. I had never heard of this. In 1977, the deadliest crash in aviation history took place when two aircraft collided. What type of aircraft were they? 215-263-WMMR. So I'm pretty aware of stuff like this. I think you you watched that show that uh, I watched. Uh, it was sort of aviation disasters and yeah. things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember this one. I don't either. Yeah, they, they, take, uh, they take crashes that have happened in history and yeah. they, they break down how the investigations went. It's right. pretty fascinating stuff how detailed their investigations are. Not to derail, but did you see the one where they the, the and it wasn't a crash but they investigated this flight that was losing all of its mechanical, all of its radar, everything, and they were flying at night. They did not know that they were flying through ash debris from a volcano, really? and it was throwing everything off. Oh, it was yeah. it was incredible. You remember, like when the last time Iceland had a large eruption, yeah. they had to. D, uh, you know, they had to move all of the navigational uh, uh, plans for aircraft. They couldn't fly right. in those areas at all because it can be that bad for aircraft. It's pretty Interesting. wild. All right. So while we are awaiting your answer, I'll go through some birthdays today. Friday, September 27th, Brad Arnold, the singer uh, for Three Doors Down. <laughs> Also, a big fan of Wonder Woman. Right, yeah. I thought... Everybody knows. He sang on the Wonder Woman team? I was waiting to see, but no, apparently it was just a slip of the fingers. That's all right, Case. Don't worry about it. It was fun. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) He just looks disgusted. Uh, Brad Arnold, uh, three doors down, is uh, 41 years old today. Uh, And he's an Amazon. 
Uh, yes, yeah, she's yeah. an Amazon woman. I'll never forget. They did a day off at the slopes. We used to have bands at a uh, day off at the slopes, like 2001 or something like that. And half the guys in the band had never seen snow before. Yeah, yeah. it was a Jack Frost. It was right? a Jack Frost. Yeah, it was downstairs and at the below the E2000 lounge, and uh, they rocked it out. I mean, it was a, it was a great show. You could have thrown like... them off, Nick, by just going out and going, "No, you don't. This is not normal. I don't know what this stuff <laughs> what is. is. <laughs> what is this stuff?" Yeah. I feel like I hear this story every September 27th. Yeah, yeah. Right. we all tell the same. For the birthdays, it's stuff that we always think of. Yeah. I know, I know. Uh, yeah. Well, it's also Gwyneth Paltrow's birthday today. Any Gwyneth Paltrow stories? We, no. can, tell, we can tell the story about uh, meeting her in person and, uh, uh, no, not Gwyneth I never Paltrow. met her. Who am I thinking, thinking of? somebody else? I think. Uh, I'm thinking of David Faustino. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you guys we met him? him in yeah, you have a picture no. with him. Yeah. Uh, no, you're talking about... Um, I, I'm, I'm having a brain fart. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've met a few beautiful Gwyneth women. Gwyneth Paltrow is a large man with a beard, right? Yeah, that's yep. it. You, you right. know her. All right. Uh, no. I used to get her, and and I know they're like nothing alike, but Cameron Diaz. Like, I would have to think about the name and, yeah. and then picture I can the see face that. with them. I, can I told see you, that. it's like yeah. me and Dennis Quaid and uh, uh, the other guy. It's, it's me and uh, <laughs> Preston. For me, it's Gwyneth Paltrow and Dennis, <laughs> and Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Dennis Quaid. Uh, I'm, listen, I'm going to apologize now. I'm a little out of it today. Yeah? I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't feel 100%. What'd you do? I, that, well, I drank, okay. and uh, that's what I did. Just daddy felt like uh, Thursday night. Feels pretty good. It's almost Friday. Here's the deal. You have a legitimate excuse. I do. I, I'm just stupid because I have no reason to be. Uh, so, Gwenny is 47 years Gwenny. old. The Gooper. Mm-hmm. The, the Gooper. Gooper. Win one for the Gooper. Uh, Stephen Jenkins, singer of Third Eye Blind. And for a hot minute with Charlize Theron, if you recall... You need something, Steve? No, I threw something. I tried to throw something. <laughs> what a goddamn day. I tried to throw something in my little garbage glass oh, here. Oh, no, what happened? It shot through under the board onto Casey's mixer, <laughs> and I was trying to wave to him to apologize for doing that. Oh, yeah. no worries. I picked yeah. it up. I threw it away. You know what? That really honks me off. That he dated Charlize. <laughs> one, one moment. I, the reason I brought it up yeah. is I thought maybe one of these buttons wasn't on for no, your sound effect no. unit. So, so I threw it to it. I'm like, I'm trying to wave to him to apologize. And you see that. And God. Hey, oh, it's a Friday. It's is it any be... wonder we lost the Marconi Award? Yeah, you're right. By the way, we, we were up win. for a Marconi Award last night and we lost. So you're right, yeah. Steve. Ah. It's our own fault. Yes. All right. Casey doesn't like that that Stephen Jenkins dated um, Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron. Because I think. Because Kathy confuses her with. Uh huh. No, no. Because, because of her last movie, I feel like maybe she and I could. Have a shot together. Where she plays the uh, woman who uh, running for president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also, not only is he an a hole, he's not that even that good of a singer. Um, yeah. Wow. H- hang so. on. Let me let me yeah. let me back it up a moment. No, he was okay. Dead. So why why do you think that she would date you because of her last movie? And what does that have to do with Stephen Jenkins? Because uh, in the last movie, she dates uh, she- Seth Rogen, and he's kind of like not good looking and out of shape like myself. So it kind of gives me a, a shot. Okay. And I and I really do like her. Like the the Dior videos that she's been doing, uh, or not videos, but, but you commercials. Know what? You're yeah. you're happily married. I am happily Life married. Life is good. But I, I <laughs> happily yeah. slap her in the face with something. I still don't quite get the connection to Stephen Jenkins. Yeah, Stephen Jenkins. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, because he dated her for a second, and I hate that he dated her for a second. Because he got to. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Nick, I've put together a Venn diagram here. Thank you. Might assist. Sort of pay attention. The middle part where they all intersect (laughs) is the heart of the issue. Next to David Faustino there. He's 55, uh, Stephen Jenkins. All right, I'm moving on. I will, Kath. We'll talk about this off air. All right. Avril Lavigne. Leave early, Kath. Tell me what is it going 
right, I'll admit it. This song is guilty pleasure oh, for it. me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so much so that I, I took the time to figure out what the words what are. What the words were. Yep. Uh, now I don't even know. Oh, man. You fall do you know what I do? and you crawl and you break and you take and you... Oh. You cross your legs so you can't see your junk. <laughs> right. And you dance in front of the mirror. Uh, and, and I know that she's, like, pretty smug. Uh, we, Is we had, she? Yeah, yeah. We had... Uh, she came by the radio station in Y100 one time, uh, and I'll never forget it. Our boss, Jim McGuinn, he's like, she is the rudest person wow. I've ever met. That's and right. And Jim's a super nice guy. She said she was sitting on the couch like, nah. I don't want to be here. Yeah. What, are, what are we doing here? And just wasting your time and uh, not even making an effort of uh, trying to promote her own music, but whatever, man. Well, listen, recently she's had some sort of bout with illness and... Um, you know, so yeah, I forgot what it was. It was Lyme disease, or might be that something uh, was uh, kind of uh, physically was bothering her. I forgot exactly what bitch it was. syndrome. Bitch syndrome. <laughs> no, that sucks. Uh, she's thirty-five today. Uh, we also have Meatloaf celebrating a birthday now. Meatloaf, super nice guy. I've met him on a couple of occasions, and just affable, really fun, uh, very very friendly. Guy. How many times do you think he's heard the joke to I call you Meat? Or Mr. Loaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started over and over. But and, uh, that Jim Steinman stuff, because that was the producer and songwriter that, that he worked with on those classic songs. Great. You know, try to resist him. Very anthemic. They'll get to you. Yep. And uh, great live performances. They put on a big show. So he celebrates his uh, 72nd uh, birthday today. Oh. Meat loaf, yes. meat loaf, double beat loaf. I hate. No. That's a rock critic. Uh, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne turns 37 years old today. What Lil Wayne song do we know? I don't know anything Lil about Lil Wayne. Lil Nothing. Be, let's just move on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Wilford Brimley. There has, we go. He has a birthday He likes today. Uh, Billy Goats. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's fond of them. Nanny Goats. <laughs> Nanny Goats. Uh, he's 85 uh, and has been in some great movies. Uh, Cocoon, obviously, was a big one for him. Uh, one of our favorites is The Natural, uh, The Thing. Uh, he was in The Firm. He's a, he's a great badass in the firm. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he he does handle that role pretty well. He's eighty five today, by the way. Eighty five. And Casey points out he was only like fifty years old in Cocoon or something along. He those is lines. as old as Tom Cruise is now when he was in Cocoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, he in Cocoon he looks like he's eighty five. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, actress Anna Camp. Uh, you know her from movies like Pitch Perfect and The Help. I uh, like she's her. Also in True Blood. I like yeah, her a yeah, lot yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, she's 37 years old today. And a friend of the show, Don Jameson. Ah. Yeah, Don Jameson from that metal show, stand-up comedian, stops by here anytime he's in town. Nice guy. He just did a, uh, an attack of the brackets with uh, Sarah and Jackson. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you ever have somebody in your life that resembles someone else so much? Don resembles my cousin that when he comes in here, I, I stare at him, talk. Like, I, I don't talk to him. I just look at him. She and I want to me. Seri- no, like, he's probably like, she is so creepy because I just, <laughs> w- he, like, he talks like really? my cousin. He walks like a cousin. His personality is like my cousin's. And so when he comes in, I just awkwardly stare so at him. So much so, like, there are people that are like that, and I'll be I'll be just looking at how they look yes. and whatever they just said, I didn't even hear. No, it's because I'm, I'm like, staring I'm at them. sorry, what did you say? Yes. I was just watching your mouth move. Yes. And that's all. Well, when we met... Kate Beckinsale. That was kind of, yeah, yeah, that was one of those. Yeah. Uh, Don Jameson is 53 today. The Kate Beckinsale of the comedy world. (laughs) Uh, Let's see if we can get an answer to this. So, in 1977, the deadliest crash in aviation history took place when two aircraft collided. 
What type of aircraft were those? That is a question that I have for you, and I will go to Chris for the answer. Hey, Chris, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, bud, so do you know what two uh, aircraft collided? Yeah, it was in the Canary Islands, and they were 747. You are correct. Wow. Yes. Oh, yes. Hang on a second, Chris. I had never heard of two 747s wow. colliding. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I, I was not familiar with that, but it was the most deadly crash in aviation history, and it did happen at uh, over one of the Canary Islands. All right, since you got it right, we are going to give you a, I didn't even say what the prize was today, pair of tickets to join Jackie Bam Bam <laughs> and Brent Porsche for the 100th race at Dover International Speedway. That is October 6th, and NASCAR returns to Dover October 4th through the 6th. You can get tickets. They start at 50 bucks, and kids' tickets are as low as $10. You can get yours today at Dover Speedway. Dot com. We're going to start with this. Jennifer Lopez bringing the party to the Super Bowl on Thursday afternoon. She had some big news to share on Instagram. As it turns out, she is performing at football's biggest game of the year. Uh, her quote was, ever since I saw Diana Ross fly off into the sky at the halftime show, I dreamed of performing at the Super Bowl. Uh, and now it's made even more special, not only because it's the NFL's 100th anniversary, but also because I am performing with a fellow Latina. And I can't wait to share uh, to uh, show what us girls can do on the world's biggest stage. Now, that fellow Latina, Shakira. Oh, wow. Yeah, she also took to social media and teased a special performance in February. I'm I'm completely down with this. Oh, I was going to say, I, you guys probably don't care, but I'm really excited about yeah. this. Uh, because, uh, listen... Uh, Jennifer Lopez, especially these days, looks sensational. So uh, I, just, and, I don't think she's much of a singer. No, but, but it'll be fun to watch. She's more but like a dancer. She is yeah, yeah, yeah. a dancer. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. I didn't even realize that. No, she was a dancer. Thanks. Oh my god! But yeah, but she's a hell of a performer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yes. I, I do like Shakira though. Uh, so she's also an awesome performer. Yeah. I mean, that, and obviously the hip thing is both of them. You've got two mm-hmm. world class posteriors. Yes, uh, that'll be you on just, the stage. You could just turn the volume off and watch, uh, which is what I plan on doing. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I probably will do that too. They had a promo she... video last night with the two of them. Uh, during oh, did the, they during the Eagles game? Yeah, and and at halftime, they, so it was pre recorded, and they they sat down. Uh, but it looks like Jennifer Lopez is the A, and um, and Shakira is the. You yeah, know, the A minus. Yep. Yeah, I think J Lo is the one in charge, and then Shakira will sort of be sure. the supporting act. Well, J Lo's J Lo for Christ's sake. Jennifer Lopez has a, a career high right now going on with yeah. the movie out and all that stuff. Did you know that Shakira is a member of Mensa? Yep. No, I did not know. Yes, that. Well, maybe I did know that, and I forgot we've, it. We've talked about it on okay. the show. Uh, so Shakira, the Mensa member, said, I am so honored to be taking on one of the world's biggest stages in the company of a fellow female artist to represent Latinos and Latinas from the U.S. and all over the world. And to top it off, it's on my birthday. Uh, she said, this is a true American dream, and we are going to bring the show uh, bring the show of a lifetime. Uh, the, uh, let's see, Pepsi had later confirmed, because I, I think they both endorse Pepsi. I'm not 100% Yeah, well, sure. that helps. Uh, two queens, first time together on stage on the world's biggest stage, they wrote. Uh, so, in addition to this, J-Lo is already receiving Oscar buzz thanks to her performance in Hustlers, which is out now. She said, I've just been working hard for so long for my whole life, so it's nice. You work hard your whole life, and you wonder if anybody notices. Do you want to know where you can tell that she really legitimately has charismatic star power right at the beginning in that movie Selena when she plays Selena 
I haven't seen that in so long. I'd have to go back and see. But she was great. She's so good. Yeah. Uh, As for Shakira, she's also been killing the music game on her uh, El Dorado World Tour that will hit movie theaters worldwide on November 13th. So there you go. That's your halftime show coming up for this uh, this coming Super Bowl. Haley Baldwin was determined to suck up her last sips of freedom from a penis cup at her bachelorette party. Oh, those girls. They're <laughs> naughty, Preston. Baldwin, uh, BFF Kendall Jenner, and several other pals were spotted living it up in L.A. for Mrs. Justin Bieber's bachelorette festivities dining at Isabel, and then hitting the Delilah nightclub, all while working the phallic sippy cups. Isn't it funny that no matter how much money you have, uh, those super large penis-shaped cups are still all the rage in bachelorette parties? <laughs> yeah, true. I, for mine, I said, I do not want anything that has anything <laughs> to do. Yes, like, no, do not break. My whole hotel room was decorated in penises. Of course. Yes. I told them not. I the biggest penis water bottle that you've ever seen in your life with a giant straw out of it. It was, yeah, so. And um, then you have a few drinks and you're like, oh my God, I love I think that there was enough pause between yeah, penis there was. and penis. I was yes. watching the two of you, like, yeah. not saying anything. Oh, yeah, no, Writing no. it down. We went into silence lockdown. We got some audio. Yeah. Um, in a few With days. the same way like a serial killer clips together letters into a ransom note. <laughs> By the way, Baldwin rocked a strapless white dress complete with a veil and diamond necklace that reads Bieber. Uh, in a few days, Baldwin and Bieber will walk down the aisle. Uh, they officially... Baldwin, do you take Bieber? Bieber, do you take Baldwin? They officially got hitched in a New York City courtroom last September okay, in, yeah. in front of f- friends and family in South Carolina. The ceremony will be religious coming up as Christianity is important to both of them. So they're going to do this uh, as more of a... You, you want to know something? I think she's actually a good influence on him. Oh, yeah? yeah. Yes. Okay. And, I, and I do... Uh, I forget who was espousing the plight of Justin Bieber or the effect of incredible early fame on him, but whoever it was, they made a good... Was it you? It was me. You were a good... I'm very good. Yeah. Uh, Expert, a good... uh, What was the point? What what was the point you made? The point is, he was like a million, multi-multi-millionaire 16-year-old kid. Right. And then he was hanging out with, you know, all... Other like millionaire, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds. And like, no, what and would you have been doing? You're right, Case. And he oh, also yeah. has a. His father's probably a nice guy, but you always got the impression his father wanted to be his buddy yeah. instead of his father. Right. Uh, meanwhile, in other Jenner news, uh, controversial YouTube personality Logan Paul tells Jonathan Chibin on his podcast that he has his eyes set on the supermodel. Uh, he said, when you meet me in real life, I'm not the person you see on the internet. Maybe if I get her in a conversation, we'll see what happens. This is news. What the <laughs> hell? Why is this even in my, <laughs> why did I even highlight this? I don't know. I'm moving on. Tom Brokaw. Yeah. yeah. Logan right. Paul believes that if he gets one of the Jennings in a conversation, she'll go out with him. Oh, we go now to Jim Anglushevsky <laughs> outside of the Pentagon. Jim, do you think there's any possibility that Logan Paul would be able to date one of the Jenners? Yeah, we're here right now and we believe that's the case, but he's got to move in slowly. Perhaps slide into her DMs first. Oh my God. <laughs> that Jim Miklaszewski. Yeah, he gets around, on man. top of it. Covers it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Selma Blair has been open about some of the negative consequences multiple sclerosis has had on her life. In her latest Instagram revelation, uh, the Cruel Intention star says that the medication she's taking to treat her symptoms has caused rather thick and substantial peach fuzz to grow on her face. 
So she's getting a little bit of a beard. Uh, she said, this is a new development uh, in her caption, joking, uh, I also have very small ears. Earlier development. <laughs> uh, but her, her followers obviously backed her up quite a bit. Yeah, and you can see this close-up shot of her, and you can see the, the fuzz on her face. She's amazing because I do follow her, and yeah. um, she's so she's bald you know, because of the, uh, the, the drug she's taking as well. But she, she dresses up. Um, you know, she looks exotic in some shots. Uh, and with her kids, it's uh, it's it's really pretty inspiring. Yeah, we have a close friend who has MS, and she's going through some some tough times. It's hard, man. It can be. Yeah. Some, some people it takes a while on, and other people it gets to pretty quickly. Uh, but another symptom, hair loss, uh, causing her to shave her head, seems to be easing up. And the shot also showed her hair coming back in. So, but she's she really she shares it all, man. Yeah, she's, she's really open. Got to give it, her credit, which is great. Absolutely. Uh, let me see. What's worth talking about? Ah, this, Steve. You will enjoy this. Kirsten Dunst is totally ready for another Bring It On. Ah, yeah. She informed viewers of the Kelly Clarkson show on Thursday. She said that uh, the notion first occurred to her when she starred in uh, Rodarte, a Rodarte campaign with former co-star Gabrielle Union. She said, I had no idea that Gabrielle was into it, too. And then it became like this whole bring it on thing. However, at this point with, you know, they've obviously a little bit older. The the new title would be Bring Me Soup. <laughs> uh, she said, I was like, listen, if they wanted to make another movie, I would make another movie. It would be so fun. People now, forget how, how um, the sharp sense of humor that Bring It On had. I like that movie. It, 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 it is a funny movie. It's loaded. Uh, obviously, the, the, the eye candy element is huge. No question. But it's actually a fun yeah. movie. And they were great in it. And they were. I didn't see any, not one of the follow-ups, because... They stunk. Did they really? They stunk on ice. Okay. Because <laughs> they made Bring It On Again, Bring It On All or Nothing, Bring It On In in It to Wing It, to Win It. It says Wing It. <laughs> <laughs> bring It On, Fight to the Finish. So I didn't. I never gave any of those any time, but they would they would be into it. I think it'd be cool. But obviously, I think it would be their daughters would now be cheerleaders, most yeah. likely, or they go on to coach or something like that, but... It could be. F- oh, the, the car. They, they just showed the car. Somebody just put the car washing scene here on uh, on our monitors. Is there? I mean, there 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 are iconic moments in film. People talk about Rosebud. Yeah, but the car wash scene and bring it on the bikini try on scene. Oh, in, in the new guy, the new guy. Both the the same actress. Who was Eliza Dushku? Thank you very much. Yeah. So anyhow, thumbs up. I I'd say go for it. Uh, let's see, Princess Beatrice ah. and Odardo Mapelli Mazzi are engaged. What Who in the, the F are you talking about? <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Is she the one that wear the goofy hat at the wedding two years it's ago? The Queen's uh, granddaughter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, she was known for having um, it was a real splendid like, headgear. Yeah, it was in, in a sea of of goofy hats. She had the goofiest. Did yeah. it look like a big pillbox? Uh, no, no. It, it had it was loopy, Steve. Like I remember it, oh, like a right. figure eight infinity symbol. And well, she announced her engagement to the property tycoon via Buckingham Palace. Uh, the statement said, "The Duke and Duchess of York are delighted to announce the engagement of Princess Beatrice to Mister." Eduardo Mapelli Mozzi. <laughs> to Orlando Pardo Frado, Flippy Die Pardo. Oh my God. With the chick chick here. The chick chick here. <laughs> <laughs> Mozzi, uh, yeah. by the way, popped the question in uh, Italy earlier this month. 
uh, before they attended their uh, friend Misha Nonu's wedding in Rome. God, everybody was there. Everyone has crazy names and crazy hats. And that was also attended by Princess Eugenie. Eugene. Uh, <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Uh, the wedding will happen sometime next year. So, wow, we. Uh, Eugene. <laughs> 1985's uh, movie Clue is getting the reboot treatment. And, well, here, before you shake your head, Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds are behind it. Well, then that's uh, that's good. That's yeah. good news. Now, that could the, be good. The original Clue is a fun, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. Yep. Yeah. It's not a great movie, but it's a great movie in its in what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally watched it two weeks ago with my 10-year-old daughter. We were, like, kind of going through. Uh, I'm like, do you want to watch a movie that I watched when I was your age? And she... Yeah. And she Loved it. Well, there's two movies that are like that. There's Clue and Murder by Death. Murder by Death is great. I love it. It's yeah. such a great movie. Yeah. It's old, but it's it's really fun. It's like that. It takes place in a mansion. There's been a murder. They're trying I to figure that. out who did it. Only in this, it's the world's greatest detectives are all together. So, okay. Uh, Could you even get away with that now? Because they have Peter Sellers playing... Uh, Charlie, Charlie Chan. Chan. Yeah. No, you couldn't. Yeah. You definitely couldn't. And uh, But yeah, it's, it's a fun movie. And there's some... Older actors that are really young in that then that you see and you're like, oh, my God. God. Yeah. What I liked about watching Clue with her was that I kind of had forgotten exactly what had happened. So I wasn't even paying attention. So, like, when everything was sort of revealed, I was like, and I was trying to, like, pay. All right. Who's in the room right now? Who's in the room? You know, and and, and it's clever. It is really, really clever. As as far as a subgenre goes, I love the um, the mysterious house. You yeah, know, yeah. eyes that follow you in the picture. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, hallways behind walls. You know, things like that. I'm, yep. I'm a sucker for it. Yep. And you know who did that well? The Three Stooges. The Three Stooges they always did, did it well. They did yes. that more than once. Always hilarious. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of Ryan Reynolds, he and Karen Gillan are competing in a Marvel superhero fantasy football league for charity, and oh. they've been given the assignment of trash-talking their competitor. By the way, fun fact, I adore her. Oh, she's wonderful. I fo- And Steve, I follow her on Instagram. As do I. She's very clever with the video she, she makes. She's very funny. In fact, she just shot a, a short film. Uh, that she was been working on. So, okay. yeah, I and, think she's great. And that's why I kind of voted for her in this war <laughs> because I thought her video was funnier than his. Yeah, but his was... his is funny, and we have the audio of it, I believe. Yes. Uh, he decided to trash talk, and this is him uh, doing it to Karen Gillan. This is it. So I'm supposed to create a trash talking video uh, in order to be in this league. I'm not super comfortable with trash talk because I'm Canadian and I try to maintain a level of politeness. But anyway, my opponent this week is Karen Gillan, and she's like, nice. I'm going to trash talk Karen Gillan, but nicely. So here goes Karen. Karen is a fucking dolphin humping <laughs> I don't even know pumpkin butter Whatever champagne enema dusting team she's playing with sucks. Jumanji, guaranteed. She sucks so bad that the only thing left in the in the is a TARDIS filled with <laughs> and Pat Sajak's finger. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. great. It is great. But and her it, video, her, it's, it's, it's more visual, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her video is great. She, she you know, says that she has this campaign and she goes into a bookstore or to a store that has toys and you see a, uh, a logo for uh, Deadpool yeah. and she grabs this 
uh, what you think is an action figure of Deadpool. She comes, she lights it on fire, or right before she lights it on fire, you actually see that it's Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's it's the joke. She, she torches it and she goes, yeah. and so F you, Ryan Reynolds, and the, you hear from off camera, you know that Spider-Man, right? Yeah. So uh, he plays Deadpool. And she goes, oh. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. So. Uh, so they're at it, and uh, I guess I, I didn't know how your vote, so I just liked hers, and I didn't like his. Okay, yeah, I'd be curious. Her. So there's yeah. another one going on too. It's uh, uh, Chris Pratt versus Chris Evans. Okay, so I guess a, a bunch of guys in the Marvel universe, but uh, yes. are, are going. It's, and they're it, all for charity, right? A superhero fantasy league, and they're all and they're all playing for charity. Exactly cool. right. So I guess maybe it'll it'll narrow down, bracket down to a final two. I love it, but it means great social media stuff. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. want to check that out. Uh, speaking of superhero movies and superhero stars, as we were, uh, Lucasfilms. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy is pursuing a new era in Star Wars storytelling, and Kevin Feige is getting on board. Uh, She said, knowing what a diehard fan Kevin is, uh, it made sense for these two extraordinary producers to work on a Star Wars film together. This is according to the statement that they had. Yeah. So this guy, there's no denying that he is the reason Marvel, the Marvel movies are so extraordinary. So if he turns that attention to the, uh, I mean, the, the Star Wars movies, you know, and and puts his firepower behind that. Yeah, is with the Marvel, it should be something special. Nick, Hopefully. I can't believe we were in the same room with that guy, and I didn't even know it. You yeah. told me later on. You're like, you know who that was, right? I'm well, like, it no. was he's he's not uh, you know superstar recognizable, but he, he he really is the architect of of so much that's happened in the Marvel universe over the last twelve years or so. And yeah, he just walked in casually, but they made what a hundred and fifty thousand dollar decision, you know, at the drop of a hat. Yeah, this was at the recording of the uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, uh, the uh, the score for the film. We were there in the studio, and yeah, Kevin just goes. Uh, they asked if they could use a song, right? And he's like, "Yeah, sure." Okay. And then you found out later it was like one hundred fifty thousand dollars it would cost, yeah. or something like that. And it was the decision was made yeah. like that. That's why I'm curious to see how all this will play out with Spider-Man and um, yeah. if they come to any... Now, mind you, Sony has a point in as much as that they had Spider-Man movies that all made millions of dollars. They the original run of Spider-Man movies. But, I mean, geez, you can't argue with how good this guy is. Uh, so, yeah, some, uh, some are seeing the movie as part of Faggy's larger play for Lucasfilm. Uh, so, yeah, he may want to, he may be a part of this next installation. Uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is said to hit theaters on December 20th, by the way. Renee Zellweger, who plays the iconic Judy Garland in Judy, says that she was shocked by how her life spiraled downward. Not her own, Judy, Judy Garland. Yeah. But, uh, she I'm said, in crap shape. Uh, she said, I was very surprised and found this shocking that someone who had worked since she was two years old on that level could find herself in financial dire straits at that stage in her career. Uh, she also she was in dire straits? Uh, not the band. Oh, oh. no. Uh, <laughs> it's a good band, though. Like, she played tambourine. She, she plays on Sultans of Swing. Uh, she also found some of Garland's personal choices and decisions very relatable. She said, I understand the schedule and I understand the choices that you have to make. Uh, I understand the public scrutiny and I understand having a public persona where some people might feel that they know you and that's really lovely and a blessing in so many ways. And then there's a lot of misunderstanding and misconception in the mix, and I understand that, too. She had the ultimate stage mother, Judy Garland, and, um, you know, this massive talent. Oh, my God. Uh, So I'm sort of a student because both my my mother and father were incredible Judy Garland fans, you know, and uh, throughout her career. So I was acutely aware of all the stuff she's been in. But, you know, the stories of her having to is panic attacks before going on stage and having to be hypnotized and then drugging herself up, you know, self-medicating. Mm-hmm. A Hollywood legend. I read that this movie is really good, except that um, her singing's not great. 
Well, it's hard to. Yeah, you have to Judy make a call. Garland. Do yeah. you do as you did with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and just use the source material? But in this, there's a lot of stuff that's being sung that, um, on an audio level, you wouldn't have been able to rep. We have fairly recent right. Freddie Mercury stuff. So, so why did well why replicate it? Yeah, but, but they also had a guy who who was an impressionist. Yeah, who, who was able to do true. The, the Freddie Mercury thing, and they did overdub a lot in that movie, but... Judy uh, Garland's in a whole other She is realm. one of the greatest singers ever, yeah. so you need to get somebody who can do that and um, and do that little magic. We have somebody, Preston. Okay. He can hit the high notes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's good stuff. Hey, Martin Scorsese's uh, and Netflix's mob, mobster flick, The Irishman, has dropped another trailer... Uh, the crime drama tells the story of the murder of Teamster Honcho Jimmy Hoffa, played by Al Pacino, as seen through the eyes of World War II vet Frank Sheeran, who's played by Robert De Niro, uh, a hustler and hitman who claims that he was acting on the orders of mobster Russell Buffalino, who is played by Joe Pesci. Uh, the Irishman will hit theaters on November 1st and then makes its streaming bow on November 27th. So the question here is you have, uh, you know, Scorsese, you had the old crew back, and you have Pacino in there as well, which is amazing. Um, will you be thrown off when you see de-aged De Niro? Because if you're watching the trailer, they're all getting that CGI de-aging process. Oh, really? Yeah, so there's a lot of it that takes place where they're... Years before? Yeah, because okay. it's... Uh, and, and, and they clean them up that way. Because I'm looking at a picture of the trailer, and it's them as old men. Yeah. Uh, but I guess they flash back or something Yeah, there's like that. a lot that takes place when they're younger. Okay. Yeah, so to see how that plays. That might be, that might actually, because I'm kind of, I know this is sacrilege, but I'm kind of over mob movies. Uh, but that might actually make me want to watch it and yeah. see how, how well they, uh, they're able to use that technology. Wow. Um, so, Judah Lewis... Bella Thorne, Robbie Amell, and Hannah Mae Lee, and Andrew Batchelor are returning for the sequel to The Babysitter. Oh, my God. Which is the 2017 Netflix horror film that became a huge success for the streamer. Uh, Lewis will ter- return as the kid whose attractive babysitter turned out to be the leader of a satanic cult. I remember seeing a clip for this, but I did not see the movie. I didn't see it either. So I guess it did well mm. for Netflix. So they just gonna, wanted to say, oh, my God. They're doing a, <laughs> uh, a sequel to that. Uh, and then one final story. Game of Thrones star Liam Cunningham and Sasha Luss have uh, joined the World War One movie called The Last Front. Julian, and by the way, he uh, Liam Cunningham played Sir Davos, for those who watched... Uh, Game guy. of Thrones, yeah, the Onion Knight. He played Knight. Chuck Cunningham on he was great. Uh, Happy Days. Hey, yeah, th- for the first season only. Uh, <laughs> what happened to him? Did they? He just hey, went away. They just wrote him out. Just like, wrote like him not out. even ne- they, have no acknowledgement. They never referred to Chuck again. Nothing after the he, he joined Scientology and he, oh, uh, that was it. Yeah, oh. they they couldn't. They had to disconnect <laughs> altogether. <laughs> he was. They were suppressive people. Yeah, he was in the same church that uh, Tiger the dog from Brady Bunch. Right? They were SPs. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of weird how that stuff happens. You know, people either written in or written out of uh, yeah. the sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, the story <laughs> follows. Casey's working on a book. <laughs> Wants to interview us. The story follows a widower and war hero, Leonard, and his family. Lust plays his son, Adrian's girlfriend, Louise. All right. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> Let's do uh, the new movie openings. It's oh, Friday. Yeah, yeah so if you wouldn't mind giving me the music, because I don't have a whole lot this week, but we try to at least make you aware of what might be new at the box office this weekend. There's a couple of biggies. And it's a good excuse to play this music. 
there are a couple of biggies, I only have one of them. So if oh, there's okay. another one and you know, please, please chime in. Uh, I have Abominable, uh, family adventure directed by Jill Colton. Uh, lending their voices to this film are Albert Tsai, Chloe Bennett, Eddie Izzard, Sarah Paulson, Michael, uh, Michelle Wong, and Jeff Izzo, or Izzo. A uh, young girl and her friends embark on a mission to reunite a Yeti with his family. I'm going to go see a Dominable. <laughs> it's uh, rated PG. <laughs> An hour and 37 minutes long, and it's got a 78% at Rotten Tomatoes. All right, so Judy's opening uh, this. Does it open this yeah, weekend? Yeah. yeah. God, my prep service sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of this. It is nonsense. I had to do all this extra work to get some stories together for you this morning. It's what we pay these people for to give me the information that I can go through and determine what is worth bringing so to So I you. have here, um, uh, yeah, Abominable and uh, Judy, yeah. Okay. Well, that stars Renee Zellweger as right. Judy Garland, and it covers, I know, the last part of her life. She did a concert. It's almost in, in ways similar to the structure of Bohemian Rhapsody. So it focuses on her going to England for a, a run of shows later on in her life. And, uh, you know, when she's really, you know, having to deal with a whole bunch of issues. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's at, at that point in her life. And uh, there there is obviously references to earlier on in her life. But it's mainly a focus about that time when she's, you know, close to death. All right. And I'll make up the rest of the stuff about it. So I guess it's probably rated R. I'm going to guess it's probably around two hours long. Yes, it is about two hours and ten minutes long. There you go. And it's uh, it's got a really good, I think it's an 86 on Rotten Tomatoes. That is correct. Yeah. We did have that information. Okay, let's get to the clips. Ben Platt plays an ambitious high school student wrapped up in the world of politics and set on being the president one day in the new Netflix series called The Politician. And here Ben talks about why he was drawn to the role after director Ryan Murphy shared the show pitch with him. He really led with the fact that it was going to be a departure character-wise and somebody that really took up space in a room. And after playing Evan Hansen and, and, and doing Book of Mormon, I played a lot of characters that really wanted to sort of like melt into the furniture that they're sitting on. So to play someone who wants to be seen and is confident and, and um, again, really somewhat egomaniacal is, is really fun. Shut the f- uh, the first season of Politician premieres today on Netflix. By the so way. this is the group that um, with uh, Brad Falchuk and, uh, you know, they, they produce a whole bunch of shows. They're a, a juggernaut and they're producing. If you have it, if you're a fan of slasher films, I was telling you this, Preston, from the uh, from the 80s, you know, uh, their American Horror Story 1984 takes place at like a Camp Crystal Lake. Right. And they're doing all of that stuff as an homage to that. And the second episode I watched, it's it's really solid. Cool. All right. Here is the next clip. Also coming to box offices today, as Steve said, the biopic Judy, and it is about the actress, singer, dancer, and vaudevillian Judy Garland. In this clip, Renee Zellweger discusses what it felt like to portray the icon. It felt like the most wonderful couple years of just being, you know, immersed in all of that gorgeous work and and the beauty of her spirit. Thank you. Uh, Judy is in theaters today, as we said earlier. Mm. And there you go. That's what I got for you in our entertainment report this morning. Uh, we also have some movie screening passes for a film that is not out until next Friday, the 4th. Uh, but we have a screening of it on Tuesday, and this is Joker. This will be at the AMC Neshamity 24. Man, does it look good. Yeah, it does. Let's take three callers and put you in the theater. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be at 730, so you will need to be there by 7. So just keep that in mind as you are calling in. We got Money Shark, $1,000, giving that away. 8 a.m., your chance to win. We'll give you the details coming up. Our friend Kate Flannery is going to be on the show today. She continues her run on Dancing with the Stars. And uh, comedian Chad 
Daniels is stopping by as well. We have more coming up. I'll tell you about that on the way. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the inaugural Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa, Sunday, October 27th. The event benefits the Philadelphia Police Foundation with a run through historic Old City to 30th Street Station and back for a post-run festival at Penn's Landing featuring food and beverages courtesy of Wawa. Awards for top finishers in multiple age groups and fun for the whole family. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. Sunday, October 27th. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa. 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. Our next guest is back in town to perform at Punchline tonight and tomorrow. And I guess the last time you here must have been right around when the movie It was coming out. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, we, sure I, was. I have a picture of him <laughs> with uh, some freaky-looking clowns because we did a clown intervention. Hey, it's Chad Daniels. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Thank you. Nice so to much. see you, Chad. Nice to be seen. Yeah, no you know what? It, too, just came out, too. So I think there's a, there's some sort of convergence between... I only come back when creepy clown <laughs> movies, movies are, are being uh, released. Smart. Clearly, it. yeah. Mm. How you doing? I'm doing great. Hasn't snowed in Minnesota yet. So. <laughs> I was to Minnesota a little while ago for a uh, for a wedding. Whereabouts? At, um, this uh, Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I, it was. It's very clean, but it was it you you had the you had the impression as every time I've gone um that um you're just waiting just waiting for the cold weather Absolutely. Yeah. that's what yeah. people do you just yeah. wait everything is designed to accommodate with the 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 walkways over the streets and all that stuff it's just yes a little habit trail it looks like dribbles yeah. Lift. yeah right yeah. it really is we're just waiting right that's and, what happens the yeah. snow melts. And then summer comes, and we're like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the wind blows, and we hear the leaves rattle. We're like, oh, no. <laughs> Look and over our shoulder. Everyone had that impression that I was with. Is like, you know, and, and it was just that, that sort of... Sort of a quiet dread that just exists in the background. There are more dead eyes in Minnesota <laughs> than anywhere else. <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, all right, so the Habit Trail thing, though, because it's not like Minnesota's the most, most northern metropolitan city. The Habit Trail thing, does that happen in any uh, is is that going question. on in Toronto or Montreal or Vancouver? Or? I don't think no, so. No, that's Canada. They don't have that stuff. <laughs> right. They can't afford it. They're busy paying for free. Have you heard they have free health care? No. Oh, my God. Have you ever met a Canadian? Come on. We get it. You have free health care, but I'm up here doing a cancer benefit? Interesting. How is that possible? Right. That seems to be... Uh... Uh. At odds with each other. No, you're right. And I've I've only I mean I've I've been to every state in the union. I've been all over. The, I've never seen that sort of habit trail set up like is that, that. Is that called the Skywalk or something like Skyways? Yeah, Skyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and we were trying to figure out how you. I mean, I guess you get good at knowing where you get over to cross and all that stuff, but it was we, we couldn't make any rhyme or reason of a lot of it. I just bought a jacket and go outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? I'm like, oh, I need to go to that door? I'll just walk to that door. All right. Yeah, because it doesn't have to like, be the clue house. Like, wait, that, that was the question. Like, what if you want to get here? You have to go all the way down there and cross over. It just it right. seemed like... Yeah. It's a, a big waste of time, but anyway. Hey, Chad, I wanted to ask you about this. I saw I, my my son just started college okay. uh, this year. He's going to a community college, so it wasn't like a big, you know, moved away or anything like that. But I did read your son recently. You moved him to college. Is he going out of state or? I did not. Well, so he lives out of state, okay. but he goes to school in Minnesota. So it's right on the border of North Dakota and Minnesota. And he okay. moved two hours north of where I live, so that's real close to Canada. Okay, yeah. Does the school have habit trails? <laughs> they don't, because okay. it's also a community college. Uh, but he lives with people at the big University of North Dakota, 
And so on his Tinder profile, it mm-hmm. says UND student. <laughs> no way. And a girl. Which is much cooler than yeah, yeah, well, community well, college. Yeah. Yeah. And so a girl took, uh, she screenshot a message that he sent and his profile yeah. and sent it to me, DM'd me on Instagram. What? Yeah, I don't know if she's trying to choose up or down or what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But she kind of narked him out because so, wow. um, so it says UND student. So I called him. I go, hey, when did you enroll in UND? And he goes, what? And then I just texted him the picture of his Tinder profile. Oh. And he goes, oh, no. And I go, that's not the worst one. His pickup line that he used was, uh, uh, what, it was yogurt, ice cream, cereal, Samantha. All things I want to spoon. Oh. I know. Oh. And I was like, listen here, oh. I taught you better than this. That is, please, respect, please. Oh. All things I want to spoon. I mean, he could have said all things I want to eat, you know, or, or like in my mouth or, you know, something along those lines. He was Spooning. being sweet. Did someone say or bang? I did, yeah. <laughs> bang cereal? Yeah. The right. Yogurt? No, yeah. Nothing too granola-y. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, no, man. that's hilarious. Wow. I, so I moved. Did you, does, is your son still living in the house? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I moved Isaac up in September uh, just not too long ago. Yeah. And then he came back a week later. <laughs> And when he opened the door, you should have heard me. I was just, no, 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 nine. I, like, I yelled nine. You I were don't yelling know, German. I know. Wow. I bilingually didn't want him home. It was brutal, but he just came back to get some more stuff. And oh, I was like, okay. oh, thank God. So, so you hear the two things. I don't have kids, but you hear the two dynamics, which is the uh, people who live in fear of a, an empty nest sort of scenario, and then people who... who this they they're not prepared to deal with that leaving the nest. So where wh- where were you percentage wise? Well, I I have a 15 year old daughter as well. Okay, and she does live with me, so that helps. So you're getting your so, yeah. So you're getting my, your, my your dose. Like oh, you like you like Olivia better. It's like no, she just lives here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to do more stuff with her. Yeah. But I go I go up and see him all the time. So I you know I'll drop Olivia off on Monday at school, and then I'll drive up two hours to see him, hang out for the day, drive back by the time she's done with soccer. And oh, okay. that's cool. Now yeah. I read here that he's interested in being a professional gamer. Yeah, that's what he. Uh, so he took a year off of school, and about two months in, I go, Hey man, what are you thinking about doing? We don't need like a life decision. And he goes, I think I'm going to be a gamer. And I was like, sounds good, but you should know gamers don't live at this address. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't in the... Uh, yeah. And I said, I said, if you want to get a job that doesn't end in aimer, that'd be fine. And he goes, you wouldn't let me live here if I was a lion tamer? And I was like, all right, smart ass. Because <laughs> you know I would. Let me ask nice. you something, because we, we actually had the people from uh, Comcast here, and they are building a $55 million e-sports complex here. Is it right outside this building? There's a lot of construction. Yeah. Yeah. It's over by the sports <laughs> complex. So, And now you, you, it is, if he's good, uh, it is a possible way to make some, some heavy cash. It's, be, it's become a thing. E-sports is, is catching on. So. Is your son interesting? I mean, yeah. would I want to watch him play video games on Twitch or anything like that? I or? think he's real funny. Okay. That's, yeah, so you kind of need that. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I think he'd be good at it. I mean, some there were times where I would listen outside his bedroom door when he was gaming, and yeah. it was, like, making me laugh pretty hard, some That's of the stuff cool. he was coming up with. Because we had a rule growing up that, um, well, of course he did, but when we'd go to <laughs> baseball games right. or any sporting events, you could heckle as much as you wanted, but no cursing. Okay. okay. So that was the thing. So you had to do the research. 
Like we'd go back and we'd look at their stats from college or their grades from college and really fire them up. I remember he was doing show prep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time we were watching the Boston Red Sox in Minnesota, and uh, there was the uh, like second string center fielder, and we were just hammering him. And I've never seen a pro turn around and go, "Come on!" <laughs> and he did, and I'm like, "That's why you're second string, dude. You don't have the mental. You can't do it." Wow. Yeah, it was brutal. Wow, that's harsh. But just no cursing. Him. That's it. Well, okay. that that's actually right. a good rule. Uh, that's actually pretty. It, it it forces you into creativity. Yeah, and I went to a, a the first Timberwolves game where the Bulls came to Minnesota. They played in the Metrodome, so it was like gigantic, right? Yeah. And we yeah. had the worst seats. Hmm. We basically the top of the Metrodome was our backrest. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> so we were. You can't watch Jesus. basketball from up there. <laughs> no. And uh, so anyway, I was listening to people around us, and there were two guys in front of us, and they kept saying the f word. And my mom goes, gentlemen, I have children with me. And they didn't listen, said the F word again. My mom pinched them both on their shoulders like she used to do to me, (laughs) whispered something to them, and they sat still for the rest of the game. (laughs) And I was like, she won't tell me what she said. She's still. She's never told me. Oh, you got to get her to confess. I I said, write it down, and when you die, I have to know. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Moms have that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the whisper voice yeah. sends chills down my spine. So um, the Metrodome was uh, notorious because it had, like, it, it, there was high pressure inside of it because it was like a, almost like a, a plastic roof that had to be inflated by the, right. by the pressure on the inside of the stadium. And when you would leave the Metrodome, the air pressure on the inside was always greater than the air pressure on the outside. So it literally would, like, push you out the door when you would leave. And you'd lose your hat. Yeah. The, the Metrodome sold more hats than any other stadium. Why? Why? You mean, like, because... I've been to like tennis courts that have the inflated thing. Yep. When you go, there's like a yeah. when, you, when you go out, yeah. it's, it's like yep. that. Well, it, it pushes you. I mean, you can feel it. Yeah. Like you're wow. in a wind tunnel. Yeah, wow. Just leaving yeah. the door. There's huh. been a couple times where they had an issue with that, yes. and they had to cancel games because the the ceiling was like deflating. <laughs> the pressure was. Well, yeah. When before. you have seats like me, you can't be sitting up there. <laughs> you get, get suffocated. Have yeah. they have they heard of uh, metal girders yet? Or oh, well, <laughs> we just got those in Minnesota. <laughs> It was too cold. <laughs> yeah, they froze. I want to go back to your mom thing, though, for a <laughs> yeah, second. Yeah, me too. Because I'm really intrigued by that because part of me thinks that she either leaned in and, and said, you you are better than this. You yeah. know, something along these very maternal and very, I'm disappointed and you are yeah, better yeah. than this. Don't don't sink yeah. to that level. Or did she say, I will gut you like a fish? I think that one. You think yeah. That one? I think the second one. Okay. Because she never was the I'm disappointed kind of person. I was in, <laughs> I remember I told her when I was in high school, I was like, you need to get out of my room. I'm real pissed off right now. And she just nose to nose and goes, hit me. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. I sat, I sat right down on my bed and I was like, that's cool. My that's mother, wow. you're still holding on, holding on to some divorce anger. I know that. Down. I know that well. My mother oh, was was a, like 110 pounds, and here I am, about my, the size I am now. I was I was in high school, and uh, and uh, I I accidentally unplugged a a freezer in the basement where she had meat, you know, like a couple hundred bucks of, oh uh, worth of meat, and it all it, we were, we lost it all, and she was so furious with me. <laughs> She like she like karate jabs me into my stomach, and I could. It, it, it was like I, I didn't really feel it, but I'm like, oh, my mother, my mother just hit me. I really am sad. See, we were the like we got the I'm so disappointed in you, and okay. like just the look, and it was like just melted you. You wanted to die, like crawling a hole. I, I got the stereotypical. Your dad's gonna kill you when he gets home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got the stereotypical. It. I'm gonna kill you, and then your dad's gonna kill you. Right. Uh, my mother, I you know, she lives with me now. She has never in her war in her her entire life. I don't even think said the f word. 
So, wow. So you can't say it in front of her. I so, bet not. No, no, you can't. What would like, happen if you said it? I have no idea. I don't want to find out. Shut Let's do it today. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call hey, can I come over? Uh, can I come over? No. <laughs> F you. <laughs> Who is this? Uh, Mom, I brought a friend over. He's in town for the weekend. Uh, I wanted to ask you about, uh, I'm watching the trailer this morning for this documentary, this film that you did uh, with Tom Segura. You went and performed in China, stand-up? Yep. So when did this take place? Well, this is going to rock you because I'm unrecognizable from that film, and it was four years ago. Four years ago. I have wow. aged like a trash can. You do, you do look, because that's why I wanted to, you, you do look a lot younger. In that, in that yeah, yeah, I gave up. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. So I, I don't ever remember hearing about this, and this is very cool. So you go, went over and performed a number, a couple of shows. Yeah. And, and it was, but you, you did have English-speaking predominantly english-speaking audiences yeah obviously. british british ruled or uh, the britain ruled hong kong until okay. 1999 right 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 all yeah. the signs are in english and right right yeah so everything was solid so yep. but uh what was that like did you, did you have a lot of fun was it uh oh it was a blast and they they asked uh individually then so i went with three comedians I was with tom segur and pete lee yeah. yeah yeah and so and myself and then uh, we went over there and they asked us each individually to go back and we we're all like no chance there's no way we're going to have that no. much fun again. Mm. Have you ever done that? You know, when you yeah, do something yeah. really fun and you yeah. try to recreate it, you don't like, want to sell it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I did this thing in the Grand Canyon that I'm like, I wanted to try it again so bad, but it, it was almost perfect the time before that I just sure. don't, you know. Oh, and it, you know, but it was so almost perfect that I would, you know. So I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad, Nick just pulled up the uh, the the promo picture from that uh, special, and yeah, you don't look anything like you do in that. <laughs> I look, uh, you look a trash. It can. is unrecognizable. Um, so you you said you gave up. <laughs> well, I didn't, here's the thing: I didn't give up. I'm actually much happier than I was in that picture. Okay. That's, that's when I was getting divorced. Oh, okay. So I was like that divorced skinny. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah. I'm heading back on the market. Let's go. <laughs> I've been there. So that's it's also a lot of uh, uh, you don't sleep so much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, you know, it is stressful. I tell- <laughs> Anxiety is great for weight loss. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. I always burn my friends because they're like, oh, man, you should probably get to the gym. And I go, the gym takes a year. Yeah. I go, have yeah. you ever tried uh, divvying up half your stuff and moving it into a house your children will never call a home? And they just go, all right, I got to go, man. Yeah. Yeah. It only takes a couple months. Still holding on to that. Wow. So what, 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 the divorce, what, was there a, a level of acrimony involved or was it just by the books? Uh, it was pretty much by the books, yeah. We split okay. everything up before we went in. I didn't even have a lawyer. Okay. So we went in, and the judge had to sign off on everything, and it was fine. 50-50, okay. custody, and all that stuff. Hey, right. consider yourself lucky, and Nick was as well, that it was pretty amicable. <laughs> but uh, we've talked to people that just drags on for years and years and oh, years. Oh, that sounds miserable. Yeah, I, couldn't, I think we just both were like, hey, let's be done faster. Totally. But, but yeah. your, your yeah. abs look great. <laughs> oh, they sure did. Yeah, we, from, <laughs> from all the crying. We actually... Like, oh, was that a four-pack? <laughs> We shared a lawyer. We we use the same lawyer, and and yep. and I talk to my ex wife every day, and we have a great relationship. So there are ways to do it. But like I always tell the story, the lawyer that we had told a story of another divorce that she was she was working on, where they ended up spending thousands of dollars over a, a pizza cutting stone. The the, the, <sighs> the cutting stone cost sixty bucks at, at you know Crate and Barrel or whatever, and <laughs> wow. they, these two people fought for. A year and thousands of dollars spent over a single item, and that—that's how divorces can go. If, uh, if was one of it. their children born on it? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why you would. I know. That's ridiculous. But that's a yeah. level of pettiness. Draw, they draw a sure. line in the sand, yeah. and whatever for whatever reason it was, the pizza stone was the line in the sand for those people getting divorced. You know? Wow. Yeah, I just uh, I was like, hey, you can have whatever you want. I don't care. I just fifty percent custody. 
and then I'll just get new stuff. Yeah. Nice. Because yeah. I've spilled on half that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you're just tuning in, it's Chad Daniels. He's going to be at uh, Punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow. So where are you relationship-wise now? Are you, you with anybody? You're I'm solo? not. You're not? Okay. Solo. Running solo, but I like it. Uh, you know, well, you're busy. in a city of a lot of singles, my friend. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, you yeah. hang out, talk to them, and then they're like, so where are you going to be next week? You're like, not here. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Now what? Right. Yeah, you know, but, but that days. also, we have, a, you know, comedians who come through, and I mean, there are a lot of... Uh a lot of uh, stories have been generated from encounters here. So, um, you know, <laughs> depending on what your level of need for commitment, you can have a good time. Well, we'll see. Okay. By the way, like I said, I've, uh, please don't look at the picture from the documentary <laughs> okay, and come out with any sort of high hopes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of uh, being on tour and, you know, bopping around from city to city, you, uh, you took your, you say you had mentioned your 15 year old daughter earlier. Mm-hmm. You took her out on, on tour for a little while? Yeah, we went to, or or yeah, we went, uh, did a run in the South. We did like the, um, uh, we did Memphis, and we did St. Louis, and then went to Louisville, and then over to Nashville, just a bunch of stuff oh, like that's that. Cool. But, so would you just have her stay at the hotel while you were doing the show? Would she go to show with yeah, you? Yeah, she'd have to do that. There okay. was one time where there was um, one hotel we had, there was security that would bring kids to uh, a yoga thing out in the courtyard. What? So she got to do that once. She, it was like a, she was forced to do yoga? Yeah. And, well, not forced. She was like, I just got to get out security, of here. Security takes you out to do yoga? Because oh, I met, they, yeah, they did. Wow. But, I, but then they walked them back to their room because I was always nervous oh. about if you're walking on the fourth floor next to a room and someone just opens the door and all of a sudden, weep, you're on the black market. I don't yeah. tell her these things. <laughs> oh my but God. this is what I'm worried about. <laughs> I, just, I know it's terrifying. It's ridiculous. I don't want you sold to a Russian businessman. I brought uh, her to Portland one time and there was, uh, or marijuana's legal. We live in northern yeah. Minnesota where drugs are still bad. And uh, <laughs> we went in and she saw this house that was painted with all these vibrant electric colors. And she's yeah. like, I need a picture with that, so I'm taking it. And she goes... Uh, I go, hey, do you want the signs that are in neon? And she goes, what do they say? I go, that one says pot, that one says weed, that one says marijuana. And she just froze and walked over to me like the Tin Man. Aww. And she goes, that's a marijuana house? And I was like, yeah, it is, 21 Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> Who says marijuana? I was like, can you get away from me, narc, before I get brought in for questioning? That'd be great. <laughs> just like, marijuana house? Is she, is she funny? Does she have uh, comedic chops? Uh, she is. She's yeah. yeah, she's really funny. Let me let me ask you about uh, that. And you know, obviously, a lot of comedy. There's there's blue humor. There's there's uh, you know f bombs and this and that. So, uh, where do you stand on on kids and bringing them up and allowing them to hear or use curse words? Because you had talked about the uh, your mother. Uh, yeah. Well, and and your your son and and uh, the, uh, the the razzing the the heckling. Yeah, and not sure. using curse words. Where, where do you stand with that as far as teenagers go? If they say a curse word, they just have to say three different ways to say it without cursing. That's my rule. So if somebody drops an F-bomb, I go, all right, I need three. And they know what that means. Then they'll go, they'll give me three other ways they could have said it without. Oh, huh? really? That's, That's just been a rule since they were That's little. That's kind of funny. Okay. Do you curse in your act at all? I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I, see, here's the thing. I don't have any rules. I'm a grown-up that isn't married. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the reason I ask is I was I was doing some show prep yesterday. I'm sitting on my couch. My daughter's watching a YouTube channel on the TV, and the guy starts dropping. Now, she's 12 years old. The guy start, starts dropping F-bombs. And I, for some reason, just tuned it out, and I continued doing my work. My wife comes in, and she's like, um. And I realized, like, I was like, I had to ask her, is this not okay? You know, like, I didn't even know. Sure. And and it's it, because... It's so weird because growing up, my my dad would, would mix the King's English with the most profane language you would ever hear. <laughs> and my mother just kind of would, like, shake her head. So we, we were getting both things all the time. It seems yeah. sort of standard. 
but I, I know, I know, um, you know, my uh, my uh, nephew is for his kids. There's a there's a swear jar. You know, there's a whole. Mm-hmm. It's that thing. You know, I, I guess you make the call. But I like the idea of forcing other yeah other language on them or not sure. force. I mean, you just, yeah. well, yeah, they just they know to do it. And I do have a swear jar. I've talked about this in my last special, but I have a swear jar costs you a quarter, and I have an I'm sorry jar that costs you a dollar. Yeah, okay. because I'm so tired of sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry about that. Sorry. Ah. Everything is sorry, and it's like, put a dollar in the jar. Yeah. Yeah. You're not it's sorry. Cool. Yeah. Tell me your actual emotion, because it's not, it's not yeah. sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Do they get money back for complete honesty? or, or Absolutely it, not. not. <laughs> but but we do, like, uh, if we go on vacations, we went to Cape Cod this year, and I thought we'd be able to swim, but turns out that's where Jaws was filmed for a reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. I, we've been talking all about... all over the place. Yeah. I, I went up there a couple the of years lights. ago. This was just starting. <laughs> where were you? Um, right uh, all over the place. Okay, over, okay. Yeah. So uh, there was a wonderful, like, it's like right out of the 19th, Chatham, I think it was called. Yeah, yep. Right, so there's, uh, but there's a robust seal population. Uh, right. And the seal population and brings the great white population. Exactly. And I'm like this these beaches are rendered useless. I don't care. You know, cuz they have a now they have tons of great white sharks there. They had a uh uh blood stop kit chained. I know. What, that's what on I the said. Beach? I, they, that's I read it and I go that can't be what that says. That's what it was chained to the lifeguard stand and it was I've never seen a blood a stop blood kit. Stop like a tourniquet kit. in it and stuff I mean, like my, that. It must have been, but it yeah. was like close cuz powder it, that they, like you see on like battlefields and stuff like that. Oh, I don't know, it wasn't open cuz the lifeguards weren't there because <laughs> no one was swimming. Yeah. yeah. Cuz it's like you see all the seals body surfing, you're like, well, I'll, you know, Mm-hmm. After after four years of letting it go, I probably look like an albino seal. <laughs> I, it's also the water's pretty damn cold up there too, right? It's not even. It that was enjoyable. really cold. We went up to about knees, and then we were like, "This is freezing." And look at that animal that sharks <laughs> like to eat. Maybe we should get out of here. I mean, tons. Yeah. Of, I I was. I kept saying to my wife, "You, you no, you're nuts. Don't go anywhere near that water. Yep. I don't care." Yeah. When we got back two days later, there was a um, a story on what. Whatever the NBC morning show is, the Today Show or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it was Wellfleet, Cape Cod, <laughs> all of these shark sightings. And that's where we were staying, Wellfleet. It was <laughs> oh the exact God. beach we went to that we were up to our knees. And they were like, yeah, they feed in about three feet of water. And all of a sudden I start measuring my legs. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, so do you then go to the beach and look for great white sharks to, you know, yeah. I would, I guess. We ended up just watching the seals body surf. Yeah. And then watching the sharks. Because when my son was... We lived in California for just a very short period when my son was uh, very young, and I was teaching him how to body surf. And all of a sudden, all these people stood up and ran to the edge of the water, and they were pointing. And I turn around and see a dorsal fin, and I held my son above my hand and was, like, trying to run in. But it's hard when the waves are coming back out. Yeah. And so I finally get there, and I'm out of breath, and I turn around, and this one girl goes, oh, did you see the dolphin? I was like, well, I'm ready to freak out and never go in the water again. Awesome. I literally was, like, at the beach every single weekend this summer, and I I think I might have been in the ocean for it. Grand total of five minutes. I just don't do it. He's terrified. Just, I, yeah. Well, there's so much stuff yeah. in there. Yeah. And now they have porta pots in the back of the beach. <laughs> there, so. There's so much stuff in there. There's so yeah. much stuff in the water. There is. Yes, you can monsters. get like, like, is it a plastic bag or a jellyfish? Hypodermic. <laughs> yeah. I live in uh, Minnesota. Like I said, there's 10,000 lakes. Yeah. yeah. And you can swim, and there's nothing to kill you. <laughs> Not yeah. a thing. Yeah. That amoeba that like eats people's brains. Yeah. That's, that's down in, like, south. That's down in southern lakes and, yeah. and warmer lakes. Yeah. But, you, like, you you're, go, you're, yeah. you're, but, but obviously you, you deal with it. It's chillier. But it's 
It's better, right? safer. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of. I, I like lake swimming. The one thing I don't like about you're talking about obviously we're lake lakes, but in smaller lakes, the um, the uh, the, mm. gr- the ground, the, 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 the seaweed. The, well, what the, they call it the, nah. the, like the, the muck, the muck, the silt. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah see, lake brutal. swimming scares me more than the ocean. Really? really? No yeah, way. Like the snakes and ooh. there's no undertow. There's I nothing like oh, okay. what's, what's in there. Okay. At least I know there's a shark that's going to bite my leg off. <laughs> you got to go to like a spring-fed lake where you can actually see the bottom. Like I was well, in like oh yeah. I, I grew up around lakes, yeah. and and so the the weird part about swimming in lakes is you'll you'll be swimming along, all of a sudden the water gets really cold. Yeah. Like you'll feel like it's called yeah. a thermocline, yeah. and your your toe gets in it, and you're like. You feel like you just swam over the the abyss. Yeah, See, you're gonna get sucked down. The drop off. Yeah, yeah. We're exactly. like, okay, this is a little deep for me. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Head on back to the pee water. <laughs> <laughs> do you do any water skiing or, or uh, water sports or anything like I that? I used to. Yeah, but now I just uh, paddleboard and kayak. I just bought a uh, lake cabin. Oh, nice. My, my, my first one. So normally in, in Minnesota, you're like, oh, is that your lake cabin? You're like, oh, it's my great-great-grandparents. They still own it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. They're dead, but they still somehow own it. <laughs> oh, I see. Like, oh, I see. Yeah. So, uh, so I grabbed yeah. one so I can give it to my kids. I tell my kids I'm going to give it to them, but the bank will have it after next summer. There's no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, you, are you an outdoorsman to some extent? Do you do, you do uh, fishing? I, I like fishing? I like being outside. Yeah. I do like fishing. Uh, I've never hunted in my life. Okay. Which really throws people in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> People used to. I, I've skipped school yeah. and told people I was going hunting, <laughs> but then I was just sleeping. Yeah, hunting um, season. You're, yeah. you're um, you were chasing Z's. Your lake house, uh, lake cabin, whatever mm-hmm. is it? Right on the lake. It's thirty feet from. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Like, is your backyard the lake? Pretty much. Yeah. There's right. there's a little bit of grass, and then there's uh, ten feet of sand. That's the best. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, you don't have to walk through somebody's yard to get to the lake. Oh, no. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, yeah, that's That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We stayed out there, and it was uh, 48 degrees overnight. Had the windows open to listen to the water, and we all woke up like, (laughs) um, hey, guys. (laughs) This is how I talk now because my testicles are in my body. Hey, did you ever see that video that uh, it was a lake house in Minnesota where it was icing over, and what's the physics and the chemistry and the biology behind it Are you talking about the ice flow that comes? Yeah. It all comes into the yard, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, it ended up coming up to the house. I was like, "Dude, this it can cause a lot of damage." Yeah, you know, like, docks it, and everything. I somebody yeah. would crush a house down. You have a, you have a, a wall of ice just right. gently nudging a house over. You know, <laughs> like, oh, is this Superman's hideout? <laughs> right. yeah. What's going on right it's now? A fortress of solitude. I love this. So many young people like, yeah. uh, what's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Superman had a sideout. Watch Smallville, but <laughs> Superman. <laughs> nice. Well, listen, I just want to give people a heads up that uh, Chad is going to be performing at uh, Punchline. There are two shows tonight and tomorrow, 8 and 10.15 tonight, and then 7.30 and 9.45 tomorrow night. Uh, and you can get the tickets through punchlinephilly.com. So don't miss it. We hope you enjoy your time back in Philly, man. Well, I absolutely will. I always do. Thanks nice for having me on. I want to yeah. say uh, just quickly hi to the Freds over there. I talked to him outside <laughs> of the studio. Yeah. A couple yeah. guests that came in to listen. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Here, they uh, spent some money to, uh, to, to be here this morning at a charity event, which is really cool. So we love Oh, them. nice. Yeah. The Freds. The Freds. Well, very like cool that. talking to him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Chad Daniels, thank you for yeah. being here, man. Appreciate it. Punchline. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Dirty Honey. You know the time has come, so don't miss me when I'm gone. Shinedown. My monsters are real, and they drink allergies. Ghost. Because it's mine. 
New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. It is 8. Let's do this. 93.3 WMMR Philadelphia. A Beasley Media Group station. MMR's Money Shark. All right, ladies and gents, $1,000 is what is at stake now. And it's so simple. All you need is a word and just enter this word and you could possibly win. This hour's keyword in the MMR Money Shark Nationwide contest is contest. C-O-N-T-E-S-T. You have until 8.15 to enter it via text to the special contest short code, which is 45911. Or you can enter using the MMR mobile app or via the contest page at WMMR.com to be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. We're going to call you if you're randomly selected and you win $1,000. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Again, the word is contest, C-O-N-T-E-S-T. Good luck from Horizon Services and WMMR. I would like to sorry, thank our friends from Primo Hoagies for being here. I just ate one that's uh, kind of a little spicy. Ooh, really? Yeah, it's got a little pop to it. I didn't mm. I didn't, uh, didn't expect that. Uh, but thanks to Pat from Primo Hoagies and Ardmore for dropping off the hoagie trays, watching football this weekend with friends, and you want to score big and save in style with Primo Hoagies, Hoagies party trays and sampler platters, primohoagies.com for locations. When you're done texting over or entering for the Money Shark, we'll take caller number 15 and give you a $50 gift card Damn. for Primo Hoagies, 215-263-WMMR. Speaking of spicy, did you see the video of uh, Joel Embiid uh, eating the hottest chip in the world? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, I, somebody sent it to me this morning. Oh, man. It's really long. I don't know if there's enough audio to, to or there might be too much audio to grab, but it floors him. And he's, really? like, he's like, this isn't going to get to me. He's like, I'm used to spices and all this. And they have milk sitting out, and you have to try to resist drinking the milk. Oh, no kidding. Oh, he's just in agony. And you think like a chip. It's right, exactly. It's, like a, it's, it's not just, like a pepper. It looks like it's it's black. The, the chip is black, and it's about the size of a regular you know, Dorito or something yeah. like that. I, I think they're called uh, the Piku or something like that. I'll have to, I'll have to look up <laughs> the video. But you start seeing his brow <laughs> sweating immediately and just absolutely, he's in severe pain. I, I, have, never, no, I have no tolerance. No, no tolerance no. for that at all. No. So I think Nick mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but my kids, and I think it's all the kids are, you know, our kids' ages are into these things called Takis. Yep. And they are, they're too hot for me. I yeah. can't, but what my kids they? love them. They're little rolled up tortilla chips, but they're like crunchier than regular tortilla chips. And all they've right. got like a ton of, you know, spices on them. They're but really what over- the f- They're overly. <laughs> they are overly flavorful, and uh, it's so much so that it's kind of painful. I would love to see you guys try them. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. If they're super duper spicy, um, what the f- is this? I'm trying to. It's not unbearable. I just um, I can't deal with. And I love spicy food, but uh, I, I I need to watch myself these days. Because it makes me sweat and it, it ruins everything. A, a Pocky, P-A-Q-U-I chip. Okay. Pocky, Pocky, or something like uh, that. So, okay, but. there are some people, I guess, who derive actual flavorful enjoyment from these things. Not I, because I find that uh, if it is that hot, like to me, the spiciest I get is like buffalo sauce. Right. You know, that's, yeah. I, that's 
fine yeah, for me. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah. Or wasabi for me, that's about as far as I want to go. But yeah, some people have a higher tolerance, and I, I guess therefore get a little more flavor out of it. But if, if it's overpowered by the heat, it it's kind of counterproductive to Yes. Me. Yeah, when yeah. it comes to salsa, don't be fooled. Medium is not medium. Uh, like, I got to go mild because I always thought medium was good enough for me, but uh, medium is actually too spicy for me. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, anyhow, this video is uh, is pretty interesting if you get a chance <laughs> to see it. All right, we need to do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. All right, I got some stories for you, and they are in the B-File, which is brought to you by Godshalls. Check out the new Godshalls packaging where you buy bacon. Easier to read nutrition, like 80% less fat than pork, and 6 grams of protein. Real wood smoke taste. It is Godshalls. Ah. All right, so... A man was accused of shoplifting after staff saw a suspicious bulge in his jeans, but it just turned out to be his 10-inch penis. Wow. Steve Whitehurst showed security his member after a female manager raised the alarm. I'm sorry. It's just my enormous penis. Uh, He had been buying $400 worth of stuff at Scott's Menswear. This is in uh, England. Uh, with girlfriend Mandy Shenton, I think it was in, it's in the UK somewhere, uh, and her 18-month-old grandson was there as well. But things came to a head <laughs> at the till when the store manager asked about his bulge. Uh, Steve, who claims he often has to roll up his manhood, uh, said, "I had very tight jeans on that day, and there was a bulge. Yes, but that's not illegal, and I can't help the way I'm made." Uh, the manager started arguing with me. She wouldn't let it go. I just kept telling her that it was my penis. Uh, eventually, of course. eventually, I dropped my trousers in front of everyone mm. and just stood there in my boxer shorts and said, see, I've got nothing to hide. But that didn't satisfy her. She kept saying, what's the bulge? Uh, he said then he went into a cubicle with a male security guard. Uh, Steve recalled, I dropped, I dropped my boxers. He shook his head and ran out and spoke with the manager. And I heard her say, please tell me he's got something down there. And, <laughs> and the guy said no. Uh, he called last Sunday's outing the craziest experience of my life and has complained to the company owned by JD Sports. Uh, Mandy, his uh, wife, said it was so humiliating. What did they do? What they did to Steve was disgusting. Uh, staff claimed the manager accused Steve of shoplifting was on holiday, uh, but sources stressed they never asked Steve to expose himself and accused him of becoming aggressive. One witness said staff had good grounds to suspect him. He was picking up and dropping a lot of items. They found a missing electronic tag and a jacket that he tried on and then spotted Mm. his big bulge in his pants. (laughs) See, there's always two sides to every huge penis. Uh, When they cornered him, he became very abusive. He then dropped his trousers, but the bulge was much smaller than staff remembered it. No one ever asked him to go to a cubicle to reveal himself. He did that of his own volition. So, I don't know. Oh, man. I saw this kid. He was get, It was on the news. He got arrested. He was in Delco um, for drug dealing. And he must have, like, been... I don't know what the deal was, but the cops were walking him out of the house. He had no shirt on and just sweatpants. And this thing was just flopping up and down. And I... I could not believe how big it was. It was mouth watering, right? It was. <laughs> I started to salivate. I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, wow. I'm like, I don't think I can fit that whole thing. Okay. I'm going to try. I have another penis story. <laughs> All right. <sighs> A woman has been jailed for 13 years after being convicted of cutting off her lover's penis with garden shears during bondage sex. You, you shouldn't do that. No. 
Uh, Brenda Baratini was found guilty of the attempted murder of Sergio Fernandez following a trial in Argentina. She got my hush pants off. Uh, she confessed that she had planned the attack but said that she had not intended to kill her victim. The attacker revealed in court that she had hatched a plot to harm Fernandez after he shared sex tapes and explicit pictures of her with friends. So I'm sorry, he died? No, he didn't. Okay. Uh, but they're they're claiming it was attempted murder. Attempted murder, Okay. She claimed that he treated her like a trophy and told the jury of four men and uh, four women at her trial, he turned me into a sex object. I was just a shag for him. He infringed my privacy, my life, and my career. Everything had been ruined. The victim said Baratini struck after getting him to put a blindfold on, recalling after she put the blindfold on, she told me I had to guess where she was touching me. Huh. She also wanted to tie me up, but I didn't let her. So she began to practice oral on me. I suddenly felt something. And she wanted to kill me in that second, he said. Uh, he was dubbed the Argentinian, or she was dubbed the Argentinian Lorena Bobbitt. Isn't Lorena Bobbitt Argentinian? Uh, that's a good question. She, I think she is. She might be. Yeah. Uh, she initially, You're like the North Pole version of Santa Claus. She initially claimed that she was defending herself from a sex assault before changing her story. Uh, he was rescued by neighbors who heard shouting and alerted police. Around 90% of his penis was sheared off, Eesh. along with a testicle. Wow, she got a ball in there. Yeah. Uh, Sergio. She was using Canadian grip. Sergio, uh, who spent eight days in a coma after being assaulted, said his manhood is now different. Really? Uh, oh, my boy. He said uh, he still suffers panic attacks and has insomnia, as well as constant feeling that women want to kill him uh, if he has sex. Wow, that's pretty wild. So she's convicted, uh, and uh, she's uh, going to start a 13-year sentence very soon. So what is the uh, state of the art as far as reconstructive stuff? You know, because you remember um, with Lorena Bobbitt and uh, John Wayne Bobbitt, yeah. her husband, he did have reattachment surgery, and then he actually was in a few porn movies, if you remember. Yeah, you're Frank correct. Frank and Penis? Yes, Frank and Penis, yeah. Yep, correct. Uh, I don't know what the status is at this uh, point in time, Steve. Uh, I'm just a tracheotomy guy. Yep. All right, and then one last story. A medical journalist detailed an account about how a six-year-old girl narrowly escaped without injury after another student pushed her, causing her to fall on a pencil. And, Steve, this is right out of the dark night. Not the dark night. Yeah, yeah, the the dark night. A pencil that went into her eye socket. No, 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 no. Do you remember the scene where the I Joker says, I do clearly remember. I'm going to do a magic trick. Slaps it on the table and slams his head down on top yeah. of it. Uh, the child had emergency surgery at a Chinese hospital to remove the pencil. Images show it wedged along her right eye socket, but it somehow did not cause major damage. You know how I learned this pencil <laughs> trick? I was listening to the Bizarre File one day. The girl's doctor says that it uh, nearly went through her forehead and into her brain. The girl is said to be recovering well with no lasting side effects, believe it or not. So I guess it didn't hurt her eye either. Wow. And then I placed a call and I won the money shot. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what I have for you. In the bizarre file. That's freaky. Speaking of the money shark, you got five minutes left. All right, you have until 8.15 to get the word into us, all right? Our nationwide contest keyword is contest, and you can enter it via text at the special contest short code, which is 45911, or you can enter it using the MMR mobile app or via the contest page, WMMR.com, to be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. So that word is contest. Again, we're going to randomly choose somebody, and we'll call you if you win the $1,000. Good luck from Horizon Services and to friends here at WMMR. We're going to take a quick break. Be back in a moment. Our friend Kate Flannery joining us uh, in a little while. And uh, we also have a trip to L.A. to give away. I'll give you those details, too. Stay with us. 
what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Studio Day is a chance for high school students to explore Newman University's programs in digital media, broadcasting, and production. You can use Newman's radio and TV studios and meet media professionals like Marissa Magnata and Andre Gardner. Studio Day is Saturday, October 19th from 10 till noon on Newman's campus in Delaware County. Discover how cutting-edge technology and industry connections can launch your career. Come to Studio Day on October 19th. To reserve your place, visit neumann.edu slash studio day. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I also want to thank uh, Primo Hoagies that are here this morning. Brought in some fantastic hoagie trays. And uh, your taste buds are going to be doing their touchdown dance when you enjoy the best tasting hoagie in the Delaware Valley. I'll do some giveaways in a little bit. Not right now, but I just had a uh, sandwich needed that. Thank you. I love the, the sesame seeds on the... On the roll, I just I I have it two to three times a mm. week. Uh, shout out to Chestnut Hill. But I got a little. Uh, I get the, the seeds in my teeth, and uh, so I, if you hear me going like that, <laughs> what's what worse? I'll try to stop doing that. Meat tooth or seed tooth? Ah, uh, ooh, mm. seed tooth can be more painful. Meat tooth is just annoying. Do you know what I find very annoying? Mm. Popcorn kernel tooth. Oh, oh that hurts. That's right. I stopped eating popcorn. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Because, no of, because that, of that, because it happens so often. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that can actually. You don't even know it, like, you know, a day later, and it's and all of a sudden you get inflammation in your yeah, gum, yeah. and then you, you're digging around, son of a bitch, but I, sliver it, a popcorn kernel. I, I'm, I'm addicted. I know. You love it. Dude, it's the, the juice is totally worth the squeeze. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. yeah. That's what they say in porn. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hey, speaking of teeth, I went to the dentist yesterday, um, and I hadn't gone. So here's the deal. Last time I went to the dentist, or I was supposed to go to the dentist, um, something personal came up. I had to cancel my appointment. And I didn't, I was going to, I they, they said, you want to make another appointment right now? I'm like, I don't have time. I'll call you back and call you guys back and make an appointment. I put it off. I quit thinking about it. And so two years later, almost two years later, I hadn't gone to the dentist. Ooh, no kidding. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, dude, I got it. You know, you got to take you, care you of You do. Team. Yeah. So I made a dentist appointment. Or else appointment. you suck on a straw and a tooth falls out. Went yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> went yesterday. What's happening? My phone. Okay. My games. <laughs> went, went yesterday. <laughs> no. And and I had been uh, taking good care of my teeth. I floss every day. I brush every day. Yeah. And uh, I got a a full on clean bill of health from the dentist. Really? Yeah. Is that your first? No. I mean, it was just I was kind of surprised. It hadn't been in two years. Right. Even though you do right. a thorough job of brushing, you, you still, wonder if you're doing a good job. You still need to get their yeah. cleaning done, where they go into the gum line and scrape all that stuff off. Anyway, but do you know what the first thing? That actually popped in my head after they said you've done great was Kathy would be proud of me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's bizarrely Kathy was the first yes. thing I thought of. Thank you. <laughs> I understand. Do you know what should be the second thing is? What? You using the quip. That was I was actually gonna mention quip. Yeah. Because they asked me if I use a, a regular uh, manual toothbrush or electric, and I said I use the, the power one, I said I use the quip and and um the um Technician Jen was was like, yeah, I remember you telling me about that last time you heard. She was like, well, it's working, so keep doing there it. There you go. Nice. So, do I they was... suggest that you use the electric one? The, my dentist? Yeah, not really. They oh, haven't. Okay. They haven't. They haven't flat out said it or anything like that. But clearly, it's working. Because I, I have this really... nuclear water pick. I and, and the quip. 
Yeah. yeah, well, because because I I like those. I think it gets my teeth cleaner. And they mm-hmm. were like, yeah, no, it's good to use that. But I didn't realize that dentists um, recommended those. Now, mm-hmm. Preston, if you can get a clean bill of health on your vagina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll never, I yeah, will yeah. never have a perfect vagina. No. no. Maybe a clean bill of health, but not a perfect right. one. But I would think it can. Well, good. I'm glad your teeth are... Well. Nice and pretty. No, Kathy, though. <laughs> Kathy, didn't you have a cavity? Oh, God, yeah. yes. That's right. her, her reputation. You are the new Kathy. I have two cavities in my mouth now. Two? Oh, oh my God. Now no, the truth had, comes out. No, 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 no. I had oh. one as a kid. So and two total. Okay. One recently. Yeah, total. Okay. okay. I know. No, trust me. I told you. I was like basically crying in the dentist's office. She was like, it's going to be okay. You're not even going to know the difference. Yeah. And I was like, but you don't understand. <laughs> I don't do this. <laughs> well, well, we found out a lot of things about Kathy today like this. Well, I had not, the yeah. biggest penis that you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> there you wow. go. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. We, we suspected. Know, didn't no know one talks either. that deeply. <laughs> no, no. Hey, I uh, have a huge penis. We are. We're going to play a contest. Yeah. Okay. And this is one that Casey exclusively came up with, and I love it. I've only listened to the tiniest, itty little bit of this, and I love it. Um, now, in lack of preparing for this, we didn't come up with a name for it. So Nick, at the last second, came up with the name Flute. There it is. <laughs> and we're like, we already do a contest called Loop. There it is. So what? Yeah. If you think of a better name, please text it over. Yes. But to use as an example, um, on Fridays when we mention new movies that are opening in the theater, yeah. we play this little theme song, and it goes like this. <laughs> and we love this. So, what I didn't know, and Casey found out, is there are lots of songs, versions of songs like that out there. So, Casey has found some. He has isolated uh, some of the uh, the flute parts. And we're going to play them for you. And if you identify the song, you win. It's that simple. It's very simple on a Friday. Yeah. So, uh, 215-263-WMMR. Connor, make sure you uh, set me up with some calls. By the way, shout out to Connor, who's been filling in for Marissa. Yeah. Doing a great yeah. job. Marissa has been in uh, Dallas for a couple of days for He's... the National Association of Broadcasters Conference. Did you see the picture of her yesterday? She posted on Instagram looking lovely, getting prepared for no. the uh, the panel and everything. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's, uh, she's working tonight. She, she represents is. the show well wherever she goes. She absolutely does. She's speaking on a podcasting panel. Yeah. There. So anyhow, Connor set me up, and then we are gonna we're gonna play the flute songs for you. And if you can identify it, you win a prize. It's that easy. And we have some good stuff to give away, right, Case? We do. Uh, we have Yesterday on Blu-ray, uh, which I just watched this week, is really, really good. Uh, we have passes to see Joker at uh, the AMC Nishamini on Tuesday. We have fifty dollars Primos gift cards. And then we also have cases of Yard's Loyal Lager. Wow. All right. All right. So your choice of a few different things to choose from. So let's go to the calls and give this a run. I have uh, David on the line. Hey, David, how you doing, bud? I'm terrible. Thanks for asking. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Glad you could share. Well, listen, let's see if we can perk you up a bit. Uh, we right. are going to play some songs for you, flute versions of songs. If you can identify the song, then you win the prize. Casey? Do we want to mention that like uh, these songs aren't necessarily uh, you know, part songs. of our, our rock format, right. but they are pretty well-known songs. All right. Yeah, so songs are the, the general songs you should probably be aware of. Okay. Um, so listen up. And, David, I will uh, – don't don't chime in with it. I'll ask you when to identify because it might be so good we want to listen to it for a little while. I haven't heard these yet. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah. 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 Here we go.
going to stop it there. Easy. Easy. Yeah, it's very, very simple. Yeah. And do you know the answer, David? Yeah. Did that sound as terrible to you guys as it did through my cell phone? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that was YMCA. Yeah! yeah! Of course. The Village People classic. <laughs> what do we have for him, Case? We got a Casey Yards loyal lager. Crisp. Clean and refreshing. It's Philly's hometown lager since 1994. Yards has been loyal to Philly, and Philly has been loyal to Yards. So they brewed a beer to say thank you. Pick up Yards' local loyal lager wherever Yards' beers are sold, including (laughs) Society Hill Beverage on Washington Avenue in South Philly. Nice. All right, so there's some good names coming in. Mm -hmm. Uh, One was uh, Flute Loops. Uh, Another one was Go Flute Yourself, (laughs) which I like. Uh, Recorder Disorder. Oh, those are played on recorders. Yeah. I like go flute yourself. Um, none of those doing it for you, Steve? Uh, uh, they're all good. What the flute is that? Uh, so, all right, well, well, we'll keep track of these and we'll see if we find one that we like. All right, let me get How the, about Gangs of New York? Me, that's taken. <laughs> oh. I'm going to go to Chris. Hi, Chris, good morning. Hey, what's going on? Yo, bud, we're playing a, a game with flutes and songs. You want to try? That's it, let's do it. All right, here is your song. Listen closely. That's great. I said an accordion? <laughs> oh, That's in, a harmonica, I in believe. In the back is, is one or the other. Yeah. Uh, Chris, <laughs> do you know what song that is? Ah, uh, no, I don't. What? Oh, my God. All right. Sorry, we got to let you go, Chris. But it was perfectly rendered. Oh, my God. All right. Well, let's try Craig on that same one. Hey, Craig, how you doing? Oh, fantastic. All right. <laughs> Craig, did you hear it? Uh, oh, I heard something. <laughs> let, me, let me play a little bit more for you, okay? Oh, thank you. Here we go. <laughs> Slide whistle in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you know the answer, bud? Uh, no. Oh, oh! I think you may just not know the song. It's possible. Because that's... It's from the 70s. It is a... Uh, it's a gimme in my world. Uh, we'll try one more caller on that. I'm going to go to Pat. Hey, Pat. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. Do you know that song? Country Road. Of course. Yeah! The John Denver Classic. <laughs> All right, what do we have for Pat, Case? We got a Casey Yards loyal lager. Crisp, clean, and refreshing. It's Philly's hometown lager since 1994. Yards has been loyal to Philly, and Philly's been loyal to Yards. So they brewed a beer to say thank you. Pick up Yards loyal lager wherever Yards beers are sold, including (laughs) Cotman Beverage in the Great Northeast. You know where they made really good use of this song is in the second Kingsman movie. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, Merlin's favorite song 
and he he sings it nice and loud and at uh, towards the end. I what, love it. What I would like to do though is you take that you know where they they they, they in the beginning of a movie where they're flying over the you know the West Virginian you know yeah, mountains yeah, yeah. And, and have that music playing and and start with just like the guitar yeah, part yeah, 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 and then <laughs> let it go through a couple of you know most of the verse right and then it comes in yeah. Um, side note: Do you know that there's a Kingsman prequel coming out? I yes. did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right, yeah excited cool. about that. Uh, let me go next to Bill. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Yeah, Gadzooks. All right, so we are going to play another uh, flute song here, you, and uh, go flute yourself. That's what I'm temporarily calling this. <laughs> and if you can identify the song, Bill, you win. Are you ready? Yep. All right, listen up. Here we go. This is a classic, okay? This one's ready to roll. The backups are better than the baby. <laughs> really, that, that's that's oh. a home run. Oh my god! All right, Bill, you know what song that is? Uh, can you get that one more time? I'll, uh-huh. I'll play another part of it. Hang on. <laughs> all right, that's all I'm going to play. Any idea? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, all right, you guys need to know your rock history here. I'll go next to Jay. Hi, Jay. Your cousin, Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to even ask what the name of the song is? Johnny B. Of course. Johnny go. Go. Yeah. Got it right. Hang on a second. Case, what do we have for Jay? My man, Jay, we have a $50 Primo's Hoagies gift card. All right, nice. And keep in mind, uh, they brought in a lot of great food here today, and uh, they're made with only the highest quality Thuman meats and cheeses sliced to fresh to order and served on uh, Primo's award-winning seeded rolls, baked fresh in store every few hours. You know what I encourage you to do, too? Try out their Primo Hoagies chips, the the, uh, oh, the, yeah. the uh, Italian Hoagies. All right, let's get another one up and ready to go. This is going to be Kate's turn to try it out. Hi, Kate. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Kate. So have you been listening, Kate, along? I have been listening. You've been doing pretty well so far? Yep. All right, good. All right, well, all right listen, here is the next one on Go Flute Yourself. Here we go. <laughs> song is that? I don't know what it is. Can I hear a little more? Uh, uh, we'll start Just, it basically right. right at the uh, right. Right the hook. All right, here we go. Listen.
Okay. Kate? I don't know. Oh, man. All right. These are all pretty easy. I'll go to Nick. Hi, Nick. Hi, how you guys doing? Good. Good. Nick, did you hear the song? Oh, yeah. It's Land Down Under. Land Down Under, yeah. Men at Work. Absolutely correct. Uh, what are we going to give uh, Nick, by the way? All right, so for you, Nick, we have a pair of passes for our screening of Warner Brothers Pictures Joker, and this is going to be on Tuesday, October 1st at 7.30 at a new location. It's at the AMC Nishamini 24. Joker hits theaters nationwide on Friday, October 4th. I want to hear what they do for the actual flute part in the song. Yes, So that would be right here. Hang on, let's see. There you go. It's in the ballpark. Yeah, Very yeah. faithful. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next is Ed. Hey, Ed, how are you, sir? Good. Good morning. I like turtles. Yeah, um, of course you do. Excellent. All right, so we got another song all queued up and ready to go. You set for it? Yes. All right, here is your tune. I guess when they recorded it, it's so loud it overmodulates. It overmodulates, yeah. yeah. All right, so, Ed, do you have any idea what song that is? That's one of my son's favorite songs from the Shrek movie. It's Smash Mouth, All-Star. All-Star, yes, absolutely correct. Hang on a second, Ed. Uh, Case, what do we got for All right, we have a $50 Primo's gift card. Make sure you uh, pick up some Primo's for the uh, football this Sunday. Even though the Eagles are not playing, uh, there's going to be a lot of football to be watched on Sunday. All righty, and let's get another caller. And it was, was it, who was our last one? Was it uh, Ed? It was Ed, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Ed Harley. Harley right. <laughs> Ed Harley. Classic from Fletch, too. All right, Maureen is on the line. Hey, Maureen. <laughs> Good morning. Happy Friday. Thank you. Happy Friday to you. Maureen, are you ready to play Go Flute Yourself? I am ready. All right. Here is the next song. Here we go. It's one of my favorite songs, by the way. Yeah. By the way, somebody texted in and said, uh, so let me get this straight. You guys didn't win an award yesterday? <laughs> no, Correct. no. We got robbed of the Marconi Awards. We can't figure out why. This might be a tough one. Uh, I mean, it's it's a great, classic, yeah. awesome song. But uh, uh, Maureen, do you have any idea? 
All I heard was static. I have no clue. Oh, okay. Sorry. Mm, I'll let okay. you go. All right. Uh, should I reveal what band it is, maybe? Yeah. It's well, from the Beatles. It's a. Uh, it's well-known, but it's not as... I don't know. you got to be a Beatles fan. I think so. Uh, I'm going to go to Colin. Hey, Colin. Hey, you guys rock. Thank oh! you. Colin, do you know what song that was, or do you need to hear some more of it? Can I hear a little bit more at the end of it? All right. <laughs> That's kind of the hook of the song. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of hard to hear. I'm going to guess Yellow Submarine. No. <laughs> no. Hey, I'm sure it overmodulates to on the phone. By the way, uh, judging by the text messages, there's no black and white. It's black and white on this game. There's no gray area. You either <laughs> love this or you absolutely hate it. Oh, really? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, let, me, <laughs> let me go next uh, to Brian. We'll take one more guess on this. Brian? Hey, bud, uh, do you know what song that was for this uh, Go Flute Yourself contest? Uh, uh, it's from the Beatles. Yes. yes. You, I'll play just a little bit more, okay? All right. All right. All right, Brian? Uh, strawberry Fields. No. no. Sorry, you want to reveal? Yeah, yeah it's, reveal. it's Don't Let Me Down. Don't uh, let me down. Don't let me down. Uh, and I think that that, okay, so that one's really overmodulated. It might be hard to hear down the phone line. Uh, yeah, I'm, but honestly, It's from the source recording, but that's as good as we can get it. We are supporting one of our sponsors, though, the Tinnitus Clinic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm te- did you see me removing my yeah, headphones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hitting certain frequencies <laughs> that I can't quite handle, uh, but... Um, it is we're funny. Not, we're not going to stop playing this. I love it. Uh, let's uh, see. This uh, this one. Nah. No. Somebody move on to a different Skip one. It. Yep. Right. Yep. Skip let's it. Skip it. Let's go to that one. Skip it. Skip it. I'm going to go. Well, then we only kind of have like two more then. <laughs> That's fine. I'm going to go to Jim next. Hey, Jim. Good morning. How's my family? Oh, family. Great. All right. We're ready. We got a rock tune here for you on the flutes. I had three <laughs> I thought that was I him. thought it was him too. For a second, I thought that was him. I'm like, dear God, that's uncanny. All right, Jim, are you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Another good song. It might be difficult. Oh, my God. I love this. <laughs> Jim, do you know what song that is? 
Yeah, I think it's Unforgiven. Oh. No. You're in the ballpark, but that's not it. I'm sorry. Uh, Let me go to John. Hey, John. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. John, do you need to hear any more of that, or do you know what it is? I know it's Metallica, but I can't name it. Can I hear a little bit more, please? Of, Of course. Here we go. John, I'm gonna have to ask. Do you know the answer? Sorry, I, I can't. I don't know the title. I know the song. I don't know the title. Well, okay. Sing it a little bit if you can. Jeez, <sighs> uh, I, I would say that that last call was a, the word I was going to use. You were going to say All right, sorry, John. Thank you, though. Uh, let's try one more caller. It's Ralph. Hey, Ralph. I got three testicles. Uh, that's not bad. <laughs> I had three testicles. Uh, Ralph, do you know what song that was? <laughs> I believe nothing else matters. You are correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Case. What, what do we? What do we have for? We Ralph? got a case of Yards Loyal Lager, crisp, clean, and refreshing. It's Philly's hometown lager since 1994. Yards has been loyal to Philly, and Philly has been loyal to Yards. So they brewed a beer to say thank you. Pick up Yards Loyal Lager wherever Yards beers are sold, including. Beer peddlers on Christopher Columbus Boulevard in South Philly. Which, by the way, if you listen, uh, it's it's a recorder, and those sound like little party favors. They do, yes, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, some of those are what they're playing to round out the sound. Yeah, exactly. I, but I, I did like in the background the <laughs> and the bass line is legit. Yeah. yeah. I will go next to Andy. Hi, Andy. Hey, good morning. If the animals can find the strength, why can't we? That's true. If the animals can find the strength, I think we can all find the strength. Well done. Uh, Okay. This is good. Okay. Are you sure? I'm looking a little confused at this, but I I know what it is. Yeah, this is not a radio hit. How about that? This is, um, I'm sorry. It's music, but it's not really, you wouldn't know it from the radio. Uh, Andy, listen closely. You ready? All right. All right, here we go. American Crab Lager. Pick up Philly's hometown lager at Yards Brewery, wherever Yards beers are sold, including 320 Yard, uh, 320 Market Cafe 
in Swarthmore. All right. I think that's the guy, Mike Post, who did that theme. He did the uh, theme to Magnum P.I. He yeah. did Hill Street Blues. He did the Rockford Files. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sounds like that would all be in the same yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we have one more. Well, I mean, we have this one. Are you cool with that? This is very difficult, right? You wanted to pass on that. Yeah, we can do this one. All, all right. right. Well, there's there's two of them. They're more poppy. That's all the right. thing. More poppy from the 1990s. Yeah. All right. And so it might be, we can try, try them both if yeah, you want. Yeah, why not? Okay. All right, so let's go to uh, Brian. Hey, Brian. Don't answer the door. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, I got you. Hang on a second. Very, very, very old woman on the news. Oh. oh wait, here don't, don't answer, answer the, the door. door. Yes. Right. Wow, that's old school, Brian. We haven't God, played that man. in, I'd say, many, many years. Casey's searching for yeah, it. Yeah, here it is. Right. Don't answer the door. Oh, oh man. Oh, I remember her. Yeah, she passed away. Yeah. It was on the news. All right, anyhow, we're going to move along. <laughs> Brian. We have a song to play for you, and, and, and a little clue on this. Uh, think uh, pop music from the 1990s, okay? All right. Here we go. Okay. That's my uh, favorite one. Brian? Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> Britney Spears. Yeah, do you know the name of the song? Britney Spears. Oh, baby, baby. Uh, my, uh, baby, one more time. Yeah! Yeah! Hang on a second, Brian. We got a prize for you, Casey. All right, we only have one more of these, uh, Brian. So congratulations on winning the final $50 Primo's Hoagies gift card. Excellent. And uh, thank you to Primo's and Ardmore for dropping off the uh, Hoagie trays. And don't forget, you can watch football this weekend with friends and score big and serve in style with Primo Hoagies party trays and sampler platters. Uh, PrimoHoagies.com for locations. One more to go. Uh, I will go to Jim. Hey, Jim. All I did was get out of the shower. <laughs> nice. All right, Jim, I want you to think once again uh, 1990s pop music, okay? No problem. All right, here is your song. Good. Beautiful. Jim, do you know what it is? It's from the Backstreet Boys. I can hear the song in my head. Mm -hmm. Well, sing it. Sing some of the lyrics and you'll probably get the title. I've I've been doing that. (laughs) (laughs) There's no words on it. There's no words on it. I'll give you... It's the Backstreet Boys. Oh, come on. Five seconds. I'm going to have to... All right. I was rooting for you. Let me go to Craig next. Hey, Craig. 
Hey, you guys are killing it today. Oh, thank you, man. All right, Craig, do you know the song or do you need to hear some more of it? Uh, I think it's I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. And I think you're right, sir. Absolutely correct. Hang on, Craig. Craig, uh, you won yourself a Casey Yards Loyal Lager, a crisp, clean American craft lager. Picked, uh, you can pick up Philly's hometown lager at Yards Brewery and wherever Yards beers are sold, including Goshen Beverage in Westchester. I uh, got a nice text that says, I'm heading into Wawa right now, and every car I have passed by is, I can hear, I go flute yourself. <laughs> and some people are screaming and some people are laughing. Oh, my God. No, we're getting, I, I'm telling you, Nick, am I right or not? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty black and white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you either absolutely think that's the funniest thing you've ever heard or the worst thing you've ever heard. No in between. But I could see where it would be annoying I sonically, but if you're hearing it in beautiful stereo the way we are... <laughs> oh. It's just glorious. I love it. It's it just cracks me up. Uh, read the third text down. It's, no. they're, they're moving quickly. Uh, You're it gonna just said Shazam me. told me to go f myself. <laughs> I love it. All right, nice. Thank you for playing along. Yay! We appreciate it. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and come back in a moment. The winning is uh, still happening this morning because we have the trip to Los Angeles. We're gonna give away for the premiere of the movie El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Uh, so don't miss out on your opportunity to grab that. We'll be back in a few. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Our next guest is ready to go. She's made it fa- past the first elimination round. Yes. She's going to make it all the way. I think, I think she's we got the stuff. We will not accept any other option. There's already been improvements in the scores, and uh, we are happy to... W- I'm waiting for the proper music to get ready. Let's... Uh... Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Dancing queen's fitting, right? That's what she is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Kate Flannery. Yeah. Hi. Hello. How you doing, Kate? I'm so sore. I can't <laughs> believe I can talk. I I would oh imagine. God. I would imagine. How many how many hours a day are you guys working on your routines? Uh well, it's at least four. It's about four. That's a general which doesn't sound like a lot, but I'm I'm not as young as I look. <laughs> you look at- are you kidding me? That's a lot. That's like working out for, for four, four hours, hours a day, yeah. man. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's I nuts. did think it would be uh, longer, though. Well, it, I guess it gets longer, but trust me, four, I mean, I need oxygen tank. I keep asking <laughs> them to put more plants in the room because I need more oxygen. Mm-hmm. I can't breathe. Have well, you lost weight yet, Kate? Uh um, you know what? I'm carbo-loading because I don't want the fans to think I look different. <laughs> no, no. You have to preserve all of that because I, I think, honestly, Kate, there is a confluence of events here that it, it's just perfect because you have this complete – who would have guessed that The Office would, would surge and be this, again, a pop culture phenomenon, perhaps exceeding – yes, exceeding its initial run. You have this fan base. Yes. Uh, you have this, right. all these hashtag stuff all in support of you. I mean, you know, uh, th- this can happen. I know you probably don't like to, to um, you don't want to jinx anything, but uh, you know, other people have to be telling you this as well, that this this could happen. Well, we'll see. You know, I mean, this is the thing. You've got a shorter and shorter amount of time to learn your dance each week. That's the, that's the, um, the you know, th- this show is very well crafted. It's crazy. It's, they really know what they're doing to mess with your head as a, 
contestant. Right. I, I, I just I just had six raw eggs, you guys. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're rocking it up. <laughs> She's from Philly, man. Yeah. I, I need to fly to Philadelphia just for a few days just so I can run up and down the steps. That's the art museum. You know what you need to do? You got to do that thing that, like chase the chicken like he did. You know yeah. all, the, all the training things. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But oh yeah. My God. Well, listen, that you're something in other parts of the country, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you're a heck of a performer, though. You're putting on a show, which is what I love about it. Well, thanks. No, I, I feel super lucky because I have a really great partner. I mean, I'm dancing with a hot Russian guy, you guys. Yeah. Who knew? No. I'm getting paid for it. It's nuts. He... Uh, yeah. I have the, the newest pro on Dancing with the Stars, Pasha Pashkov. He's a seven-time uh, national ballroom champion. He just left competition. He and his wife... Daniela, they just got hired uh, by Dancing with the Stars. So she's on the show as well. She doesn't have a pro this season. But you'll see. Like, she was in a little space costume during my Fly Me to the Moon number. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you put it in slow-mo, you can see her. Yeah, but they, they are so awesome. Like, they're really amazing. They, they're they they're super athletes. Yeah, you know, well. It's, it's nuts. You're, uh, I'm looking at your, your promo photo, and you're so beautiful. Like, you're. You're peace, uh, Kate, and uh, and you gotta wow. feel like uh, so like, like like a princess. Like you're so elegant out there. I don't know if that if you sort of get that feeling of um, you know like Cinderella in the ballroom. Well, I have to say, um, Pasha is like beating the the you know he's kind of like I don't, I feel like he's drumming the the kind of schlub out of me. Like I'm so schlubby sometimes. <laughs> he's you know, de schlubbing you. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, no, he's 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 clubbing the schlub out of me. <laughs> 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 He's clubbing the schlub out of That's you. That's a tongue twister. Yeah. Uh, He's reminding me to be elegant. You know, I've, in all the jobs I've had in my wonderful career, I've, usually elegant and beautiful have never been part of the job description. So this is new for me. Well, um, for sure. We've known you for quite some time, and, and it seems to me that you would be somebody who would be starstruck by some of the people you were around. It, it, who on the set... Uh, kind of blew you away. It seemed like um, Mary Mary Wells, right? That's... Yeah, Mary Wilson. Mary, Mary Wilson, Wilson. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know she's. Yeah, I mean she's. I, I was asking her. I said, "How many times have you walked into a grocery store or like a CVS and heard yourself playing?" I mean, yeah. that's got to be so weird, you know. And and I, I said, I, I I said if I was a manager of the drugstore, I would move you to the front of the line. I mean, if, <laughs> if Supremes are playing, get over here. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You know, it's it's. Yeah, there's it's it's pretty wild. Of course, yeah. that that could be weird if you're like Miss Wells. You bring your enemas up front here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> could be an issue. But I, I I tell you something that is really working in your favor, and and, and the judges keep commenting on it. It, it, it. You're smiling, your zeal, um, and th- that plays a lot because the guy who wanna it was was a Bobby Bones or whatever. Yeah, um, yes, so, came to the show. Yeah, right. So he uh, he wasn't that good a dancer, but he did. Uh, he did project a genuine uh, zeal and energy for it, and I and obviously right. he has access to a radio audience, as do you, and so um, you know that it, it can all it can all work in your favor. But I it, I think people like to see someone having fun, and you've got that nailed. Thank you so much. Well, I just didn't want to be the shame of the family. That's part of my goal. Like, just don't <laughs> right. put us to shame. Right? Are you getting a lot of that? Is the family well, is the family no, loving no, it? No, no. They're having a great time. I think they're kind of in a state of shock, like, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Wow. But, you know, it's so nice. Like, I feel like um, my office family's been showing up. Office, uh, You know, Angela Kinsey came the first week. Oscar Nunez came uh, this past week. 
Uh, I'm not sure. I think, well, actually, I feel like there's a Parks and Rec friend that's coming this week, Jim O'Hare, which is nice. And Jane Lynch came the first show, which is awesome. I saw her that's there, wonderful. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, now, who do you yeah. think, Kate, who who do you need to watch out for? Who do you think your biggest competition you know, well, is? Well, I mean, I always say this, so I mean this. I think I'm my own worst. I mean, I'm my biggest competition because I'm, I'm just trying to stick, you know, I'm just trying to stay in my lane. But, you know, I mean, James Vanderbeek's done very well. Hannah Brown's done very well. Hannah Brown's half my age, so, you know, she gets, all right. I'll tell you <laughs> what, though, out. you did a really smart a thing with uh, sabotaging Christy Brinkley to snap her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was really smart. Yeah. Pour, pouring your soda on the floor was yeah. excellent. America loves yeah. her. Yeah. I, I got yeah. a little tied your heart. Good me. <laughs> <laughs> How are the judges, Kate? Um, uh, they're they were they're exceptionally nice this week. I was shocked. I literally I literally had they had nothing negative to say. The first week I was so flipped out because I thought they said nice things and then I got bad score. I mean, okay scores. So I was, my mind was a little like flipped out. So right. I, I mean, right now I'm loving all three of them. Okay. Well, you did, you did improve. You had fives the first week and then sevens the next time around, which is a nice yeah. improvement. Is there any interaction with the judges outside of uh, coming out and performing for them? No, I didn't um, think so. I mean, I, I I run into them in the hallway, but they, they just wave. They just keep going. You know, <laughs> I, I had flowers. I had, uh, Candy. I brought a horse. Uh, a, a gift. I'm just kidding. Oh, you're you gave, did you give Bruno a horse? Thank you so much for the horse, the cake. Uh, that guy is going to go. That guy's going to go flying off the stage. He, every time he, he he launches up to yeah, talk, yeah. the yeah. chair goes sliding back. Usually hits a kid behind him. Yeah. Uh, oh it's, it's it's so surreal the whole thing it's it's you know it's and it's actually really fun to do live tv is really fun i've mean, been on a single camera comedy for nine seasons it's a blast but this is a whole other energy i feel like i've joined the circuit well there's way. there's a key we want to make sure because i was unaware about voting and how you vote effectively mm-hmm. so you have to vote during the show correct yes but you have to vote during the, the east coast feed of the show which right. is messing up all my friends in chicago and uh <laughs> and, and la they're like what i missed it it's close yeah so and you can vote yeah. 10 times a day by text yeah. and 10 times online as well all right so we're going right, to urge everybody right. to do that you text kate to 21523 but you got to do it during the show uh, yeah. And and during your performance, uh, or I guess is or when? Yes. when... Well, yeah, yeah. Within, well, within before the last. Before, okay. Before the end of the last answer, you have that's to do it. it. By the end of the last answer, yeah. Okay. So when's your next? Uh, when's your next uh, time you'll be up for voting? Uh, um, this Monday. Okay. This Monday. All right. So Monday. All right. Yeah. We will remind everybody of that. Speaking eight, of Monday, this eight, past yeah. Monday, somebody texted and said you were on the very Brady renovation show. I was. I was. I was. That was so much fun. I got you guys. This show on HGTV, they bought this the Brady house, and then they're redoing the whole house to look like the set. Mm-hmm. It's, it is bonkers. It is, it's like a dream. It's like an acid trip, like a wonderful. If I took acid as a kid, this is what it would feel like. It's unbelievable. What's Don't it? take acid if you're a kid. <laughs> Don't, do it. Don't do it. What's this if I took acid as a kid thing? <laughs> no, you know what? Obviously, you're on the, you're in the stage play, uh, and, and so you have yes. a connection oh, to the Brady Bunch. Yes. I, I saw photos of you in the car. I think you were with, I forget who you were with in the car. Oh, the, there you go. You're with Jan. Um, yes. So so awesome. So I, I I'm actually recording them. I haven't watched them yet, but it you know these and you know how iconic that house is. Oh. The the fact that they've done this is just got to be. We know it's not, and you know we 
know we know so much of that house without even thinking about it. It's in your brain. You've seen so many episodes. You know, you know the wallpaper, and you know the fabric in the den. You know, you, you know the awful paneling. You know the crazy orange formica and, and avocado in the kitchen. And of course, the, the long-standing question: How does an architect design a house that horrific for that many people? <laughs> Well, they really did a great job. And actually, we got to go to the finished product uh, a couple weeks ago at the premiere. And you can win you can win a chance to stay in that house with, like, you know, five of your closest friends. Oh, it's kind of man. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. They should, yeah, honestly, I mean, this should be something that they do at other iconic houses, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. This is, this is like a – it's a weird dream come true. It's, like, very satisfying to, to see this this thing realized. And then, you know, of course, all, all the Brady kids were there at the premiere, so that's always surreal. And, oh, my God, and I, I feel like I'm eight years old running back, you know, from school, like watching the reruns. Because that was the first show that was on twice a day on Channel 48. They would show two episodes. They had never done that with reruns before that. Usually uh-huh. you just got one airing at a time. You never yeah. had a double airing. I remember the so, original yeah. the original Friday Night lineup was Brady Bunch into, yeah, uh, I think the it was Partridge Family, Partridge Family Nanny, the Professor. Uh, they would do uh, the uh, the Odd Couple and then Love American Style. Right. Oh, my God. We weren't allowed to watch Love American Style because it was a bed everywhere. My dad <laughs> yes. My wife would, wasn't allowed to watch it either. My dad would always say, you guys need to watch this. It's a bunch of... So all those people make him whoopee. Make him whoopee, <laughs> as they used to say on the newlywed game. Mm-hmm. Kate, I just I, I love how Philly you are. You referenced God. Channel 48, which made me so happy. I also saw that you got a lot of support from your alma mater. Uh, uh, Carol is rooting for you as well. Yes, yes, yes. All those kids. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's very sweet. I'm, I'm, I'm I, This is the thing. The Office fans have come out of the woodwork, which is so. I mean, they're everywhere anyway. But it's so nice that they're actually, you know, tuning into a show that they might normally not watch. And most of them are not. There's not a big crossover with Dancing with the Stars in the Office until now. Well, there there is now. This this needs to be your William Wallace Braveheart moment. You know, they're where they, <laughs> everyone is incited to vote because it's so it's so cool. Mm-hmm. I think, and and again, you you are legitimately doing a really good job. So we're yeah. we're thrilled for you. Yeah. No pressure. Yeah, this this week's getting getting uh, it's really kicking my butt, but that's okay. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Hey, but can, I, I always thought this. Oh, go ahead. I was going to ask what what style of dance can we ask? Will you be I, doing? I you can ask, but I cannot tell <laughs> no you. No reveal. Oh, wow. okay, okay, so what were you what you. were you going to say? Uh, the other thing I was going to tell you is that I got to do these really great digital commercials for the Eagles and Crown Royal, and they're going to be on uh, Eagles website. They're going to kind of be everywhere. They're going to wow. starting soon. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So awesome. I'm, uh, yeah, because you know I'm an Eagles fan, and I'm you know I'm 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 so lucky to be on the Riggles picks on uh, Fox <laughs> NFL last. They're season so good. And, uh, yep. How, so are, are you working with Riggle a lot this year? Um, I I don't know about this season. I'm not sure. Um, I, I my dance schedule is really interfering with everything, you guys. <laughs> my dance schedule. You're honestly you're so in demand. <laughs> Riggle Riggle did a, a Terry Bradshaw impression that is just. <laughs> Where it's it's literally incoherent. Yeah. <laughs> it's gibberish. It's just gibberish, but it's hilarious. And she thinks so too. She's like, <laughs> God, I'm over no, them. I don't, I don't... <laughs> Are we losing her? I don't know. Kate? No, 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 I'm here. I'm oh, here. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, there you go. I'm here. Oh, I'm sorry. Listen, we know you got to run. You got to take your daughter to, to gymnastics. So uh... <laughs> I got to do this. I don't. I'm not running anymore, hon. I'm <laughs> I love her, Philly. I was on dancing on air once. once. Do you guys remember dancing on yeah, air? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and in fact, that was uh, Kelly Ripa got her. Kelly Ripa there. and yeah. and and the Goldbergs did a whole episode based yeah. on it. Yeah. Hilarious. I was pre-Ripa. On, I was pre-Ripa. Pre-Ripa. Well, you're living it now, Kate. All right, so Monday. You guys, we'll... Thank you so 
much. Monday yeah. morning, we'll remind everybody to get on and, and vote, and I'm sure you're going to win America's Hearts anyway. So. Even if it's a pity vote, I'll take it. All right, yeah, fair vote. enough. Yeah. Thanks for taking time out of your dance schedule to yeah. come on with us. Thank you, guys. Seriously, I, it's, it's, it's intense. So I, my buddies don't even get me started. <laughs> All right. Have a great Have weekend. Kate Flannery, guys. Yeah. See you, Kate. Oh, so cool. I love it. She's having fun, you can tell. But that's, man, that's got to be hard work. It's got to be really hard work. On on that other issue of the office and the level of fanaticism for it with this podcast and and the behind the scenes and and additional stuff, in case you talk about, there are people now who feel left out if they haven't seen. Yeah. If they're not watching it. Yeah. You know what? And I'm glad you guys told me that. I I thought I had read somewhere that it was gone from netflix but it's still on there so your I daughter will, came to you and said she, she wants to watch she it. wants to watch it i lied to her and told her it's not on there <laughs> now that i found out that it is i'm gonna make sure that we sit down and watch it i think it might be daddy daughter viewing it's Aww. it's hilarious a lot of fun yeah all right let's take a break but let's give something away before we take a break how about some movie screening passes to go see joker we have a screening of it on tuesday uh, which will be at the AMC Neshaminy 24. We've had, a, we've had a venue change, so it's going to be there. 7.30, you'll need to be there no later than 7. Uh, so we'll take three callers, and we will give you those movie passes. 215-263-WMMR, the number. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and we're going to have some bizarre pile stories as well as some other stuff when we return. Stay there. What's new? Glad you asked. Disturbed. Revivalists. Motionless and white. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Case, you got something you want to share? I do. So tomorrow, uh, I'm going to be out and about, and I'm doing an appearance actually at the Philadelphia Zoo, and I will be there. I'm either going to be outside the unicorn or dragon enclosure. I'm not really sure. They have animals there now. Yeah, they do. Um, But uh, so I'm there actually with Metro by T-Mobile because um, uh, there's a campaign to recycle your cell phones because... um, they're, they have to mine for this metal that goes into, um, you know, most cell phones, and those mining things are kind of like ruining gorilla habitats and stuff like that. So we're sort okay. of like bringing, that's why you're at the zoo. That's why I'm at the zoo. Got but uh, um, so I'll, you know, I'll be like, I think by the fountain in the in the front of the zoo area. But okay. uh, so the gist not. of it is that the, the, the gorillas don't have the access to phones that they should have. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, The uh, what I was going to say was my fall activity list is actually complete, but the Philadelphia oh. Zoo is doing something really cool. I'm not going to mention it yet, but um, it's going to be on my winter activity list, which I'm already starting. Oh, oh I know it. I, I've, seen, I've seen the teaser right? for it. Yeah, it looks, so cool. it looks phenomenal. I mean, yeah, I guess most people, but they're doing like a, they're doing, I mean, I guess I can I know say it. It's, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, really Skiing cool. Skiing inside? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Really? Are what they doing that? that? Cool. Didn't Maybe they do, do that, that one time? Yeah, they, 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 uh, it's phone gorillas on ice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they did. No, they're they're doing. Um, they're following suit with that some of the other places have done, but they're going to do some sort of light show for um, the holidays huh? in, yeah. at the zoo. Yeah, we know it's the first time that they're doing it, so cool. um, that's going to make it onto my holiday activity list, which I've already started. It's not October. All right. <laughs> well, I helped uh, Kathy edit and proofread the fall activities list. I don't know when you want to debut it, but um, it's awesome. It, you did a fantastic job with Thank it. I, you. I can't wait to talk about it on air because there is a, a ton of really cool things in our area, and I, I you know I work with you every day, and 
I didn't know about all of these things. So I can't wait for us to talk about them because it's it's just filled with great stuff. Does next cool. Wednesday work? Sure. Yeah. I'll be here. All right. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. All right. We have the Bizarre File to do right now. now bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by Godshalls. You can check out the new Godshalls packaging wherever you buy bacon. And easier to read nutrition, like 80% less fat than pork and 6 grams of protein. Real wood smoke taste. It's Godshalls. Well, Florida man has been arrested and charged with attempted murder after swinging a samurai sword at another man during a dispute over garbage. <laughs> The Broward County Sheriff's Office said Curtis Miller was caught swinging the sword on home surveillance video during a fight with another man over a disputed dump cart. And both men had coveted the cart after rummaging through a trash pile outside of a vacant house. See that name? Randy Jackson. Statements made by police claim that the man swung the sword in the direction of the alleged victim, Todd Beavers. Now, Beavers had arrived at the site after spotting the apparently tempting trash pile during an evening jog around the neighborhood. Mm. Beavers noticed Miller rummaging through the pile while he stationed near an older, uh, while stationed near an older white pickup truck. He decided to join in the digging and soon found the black heavy-duty cart. Well, Miller became upset when he saw the, what the jogger had found, believing that he had the rights to the cart due to being the first one there to dig through the garbage. He uh, technically had what you call dibs. Yeah, an argument ensued, but eventually Beavers left the scene with the cart, jogging as he pushed it home. In Florida, aren't you allowed to kill someone if you have dibs? Oh, well, this guy might think yeah. so. Authorities say the man eventually noticed that he was being followed by Miller. The two men confronted each other in Beavers' front yard. Miller is said to have removed the sword from a long red sheath lunging it in the direction of the jogger as they struggled over the cart. Uh, Beavers then revealed that the incident was being recorded on video. Miller noticed the camera and ran away while threatening to return. The alleged victim then went inside the home, leaving the cart behind in the yard. Shortly after that, he noticed an unidentified woman enter his yard and drag the cart away as she yelled insults at him. Oh, no, you don't. Uh, Before being apprehended, Miller had previously been sought by police due to an outstanding warrant for driving without a license. So he's uh, he's facing an attempted murder charge. If you're going to kill someone. Let it be over a cart. That's right. Found in the garbage. Found in the garbage. Mm -hmm. All right. Two very large pieces of news are about to rock our world. All right. One is about the human-sized squirrel roaming about in the Arcata community forest. No way. The other is the shame and embarrassment soon to engulf uh, academia, the scientific world, wildlife agencies, book publishers, and the news media for their craven ridicule of the courageous scientist who tried to tell them the truth about the Murrell. So the Murrell is the human-sized squirrel, that and the correct. scientific community is scoffing yes. at what is clearly scientific fact. Dr. James Daniels, Ph.D. Of course. Uh, the scientific is that, is that an online course he took? The working scientific name <laughs> is the Ratufa Morale. Uh, he is the lone voice, this guy, Dr. Daniels, in the wilderness trying to alert the world about the redwood man squirrel. Uh, Daniels... Don't come crying to me when the... Huge squirrel takes your family. Daniels has uh, spent years collecting reports from, quote, dozens of bewildered eyewitnesses of the mega squirrel seen in Arcata's Redwood Forest. Mm. A terse but tantalizing email from Dr. Daniels to the Union on July 30th inquired, this is potentially a huge story. 
Why isn't any, anyone covering it? I am available for an interview anytime. Dear Professor, it is our feeling you're an idiot. The message came with a Save the Morel flyer announcing a $1 million reward reportedly funded by a private donor and kept in a trust, which the website says is for information leading to the humane capture of it. So uh, so we're actually trying to, we're, we're not afraid of it. We want to capture it and study it. Yeah. Daniels presents rock-solid proof of the Morel's existence, including a night vision field cam image, cam image of the massive man squirrel, plus multiple anonymous testimonials. You would think a squirrel that size would be depleting the area of nuts. Uh, the beast is impressive with six-inch footprints. It stands as high as a human being and runs on two legs at more than 40 miles an hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is according to, and they only use uh, initials, ID of Eureka. ID's sandwich was apparently nabbed by the massive animal in Redwood Park after it ran up a redwood tree. SD of Arcata had a similar harrowing encounter while on an evening walk in the woods with his wife. They happened upon a, a Morel eating a dead blackbird. <sighs> And he said, uh, apparently SD said, when it noticed us, it let out a loud hiss and ran up a nearby tree with incredible speed and agility. That's astonishing. The dozens of eyewitness reports are only part of the, quote, mounds of evidence collected over the years by Dr. Daniels. Well, look at all the initials he has. Alas, a request for an interview were declined due to his poor health. But a research assistant, Steve Neal, described the data mound saying we have forensic evidence, footprints, castings, scat, trail camp photos, and eyewitness reports. But until we have a specimen to test, there is no empirical scientific evidence because we are unable to secure official permission to place trial cams, trail cams, I'm sorry, in the community forest. Well, if he dies, who will pick up the torch? We'll carry on this investigation. Neil did add that Daniel's team is, quote, quite disappointed with the lack of media coverage. Absolutely. So I wanted to make sure that the public knew about this, and that's why I brought it to our show. Well, in addition to getting Kate Flannery to win uh, Dancing with the Stars, this should be our second goal. Agreed. Agreed. All right, how about this story out of Illinois? Maybe it's the same squirrel guy. A person had to be rescued from the Mississippi River because he was attempting to float from Illinois to Kentucky on a log. <laughs> that seems safe. Yeah. Yeah. A person was in that the, about 500 miles? A person in the river near the Crescent Bridge was reported in Rock Island, Illinois, to authorities on Monday afternoon. The fire department launched the rescue. I'll see you later. I'm getting on my log. The rescue, uh, they, they launched a rescue boat and quickly found him floating down the river Clutching to a log. (laughs) He was headed towards a barge and was pulled from the river. After being safely pulled into the rescue boat, the person, uh, the uh, the crew told, I'm sorry, the person told crews that he had gotten into the water on his own accord. Fire crews dropped him off on the shore and he was strongly encouraged to make other transportation arrangements. Wait, you have to go go back and get my luggage log. By the way, the Mississippi River runs about 460 miles from Davenport to the western border of Kentucky. Uh, so he would have had a, a ways to go. He might be onto something. He might be. All right, and then we'll do one more story and wrap it up. And uh, let's go. Oh, yeah, let's go. This is very short, very little details, but I do like this. You can give me another huge squirrel. I'd love it. I don't have any other huge squirrel stories. But sometimes it's not how you're driving, but what you're driving that get people's, gets people's attention. A mystery man traveling on a road in Sydney, Australia has become a viral stat thanks to a video someone took of him rolling down the street atop a motorized suitcase. Uh, He wears bright orange helmet in the footage and has not been identified, but he has gone viral on social media, and it's not clear where he was headed. Maybe he had had to catch a log. Yeah, Yeah, my my log is leaving in an hour. (laughs) I'm heading to Kentucky. 
Yeah, you know, in Australia, especially oh on some of those really Mad Max rural roads. Yeah. Can you imagine what people take out of this? Oh, my God. You know, it's, it's basically lawless. Yep, yep. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Casey's giving me something to give away. Yeah, another copy of Yesterday uh, that we have on Blu-ray. And you know what? I'll give away two of these. Ooh. I'll take callers uh, 11 and 12 at 215 263 WMMR. It's a really good movie, and it is available now from Universal Pictures Home Entertainment. So callers 11 and 12, 215, 263, WMMR. We'll give you yesterday. We have another break to take. We'll come back in a moment, and we'll ask our lesson question. We'll get the trash and music news and more. Stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Preston and Steve Friday. Can you taste it? Feel it? Mm. If not... How about the taste of green? Some money mm. in your hand, $1,000. That might pep you up a tad bit. It's coming up in less than an hour. Pierre Robert will have your opportunity to win with Money Shark around 11 a.m. So get yourself set for that. I've not looked at this. I just see a text message highlighted. Should I read this, Nick? I just thought it was kind of cool. It's up your alley. It says, Yo Press Crump Cup this week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're not swinging them, but your legs still work. Walk Pine Valley this Sunday. Go to Clementon Park. Uh, yeah, so uh, Pine Valley, the uh, the number one golf course in the world, uh, which has been ranked that by several different publications, once a year will allow you to come out and walk the golf course. Really? Yeah, they open it up to the public. Will they uh, allow you to take your ATVs out there? Uh, of course. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, you can. There's a lot of sand out there, so you can take it on there. No, but it's for a... Um, uh, I believe Nick, it's a, uh, a college event. Uh, I think so, place. yeah. And uh, the the community is um, uh, supposed to be just really interesting and really open and welcoming yeah. this weekend. So I, okay. it's probably not possible for you, but if I uh, just wanted you to be aware of it, in, in just in case it was, yeah, it's going to be nice weather Sunday. Maybe it will do that. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, looking like sunny in eighty two. I, so. I forget. Have you been there? Have you even seen Never it? Never been there. Okay. No, I do have. Uh, I do have a friend that has become a member. That's cool. He has yet to invite me to play. <laughs> but you're not. You, you, you know actually, who you are. <laughs> Your shoulder is not, you, I, I, you, you're letting it heal. I'd probably make the exception for that, but yeah. yeah, I shouldn't be playing golf right now, and I'm not going to, so, but anyhow, uh, that's that's good to know. Yet another weekend uh, event that you can participate in. Um, all right, so we're going to do today's lesson question, and we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Mark Maron, October 10th at the Miriam Theater, and tickets are on sale now via KimmelCenter.org. question I'm going to ask for you this morning, or to you this morning, uh, is... No, I don't ask a question to you. I ask a question of you. That's what it is. Which band was Renee Zellweger in? It's amazing. <laughs> Not really, but which band was she in? 215-263-WMMR. We found that out this morning. It was, no, it was Judy Garland, actually. Was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it, was, it was Renee talking about Judy Garland being in this. Yes, that's exactly um, right. All right, 215-263-WMMR. If you heard it, you know what I'm talking about. Call now. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, and uh, this morning it is brought to you by Dodge Chrysler Jeep City. They are closing out the summer with record-breaking discounts on new models, and these Jeep Adventure Day deals end soon, so shop 
the full summer sell-off at DodgeChryslerJeepCity.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, wild child actress Bella Thorne receiving an award from Pornhub next month for her debut film as a porn director. Thorne says it was her profound love of the avant-garde films of Eric von Stroheim that influenced her approach to Butthole Bandit 6. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She just, uh, she liked that German sort of expressionist. Butthole Bandit 6. Butthole Bandit 6. All right. Um, (laughs) Citing safety and security issues, Landmark Theaters will not allow any clown costumes or clown makeup during screenings of the new movie Joker. However, stained wife beaters will be permitted for screenings of Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, oh my God. And finally, promoter Damon Fellman announcing that Dwight Gooden, uh, Dwight Gooden will serve as celebrity judge for the Bagel Guy versus Dustin Diamond boxing match this weekend in Atlantic City. Gooden says that while you might think this is a career low for him, the actual lowest time was when he signed a baseball card for a kid with a hideously <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> and that's your Hollywood show. Uh, Dude, Dustin Diamond's going to kill that guy. Yes. Uh, I, honestly, yeah. it, it, it's, it is... Um, uh, it, it, it defies description. Yeah. It's not even kitschy amusing. No, no. It's, it's just it's, stupid. It's sad. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like sad. cancer. Thank you. Sad's better. Yes. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the, uh, the question, uh, which band was Renee Zellweger or Judy Garland in 215-263-WMMR? I'll go to John. Hey, John. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. John, do you know what band Judy Garland was in? She was in Dire Straits. Yeah, Dire yeah. Straits. You got it, John. Hang on. We didn't know. No, I had no idea. And it was uh, Renee Zellweger that let us know. And since Sean got it right, we're going to give him a pair of tickets to see Mark Maron uh, October 10th at the Miriam Theater. And tickets are on sale now via KimmelCenter.org. Music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3. WMMR. Yeah! All righty, so it's brought to you by the Pennsylvania Ear Institute of Salis University. The Pennsylvania Ear Institute offers quality care for your hearing and balance needs, and their expert audiologists are going to help you hear your best. For more information, visit salisuhealth.com slash P-E-I. All righty, let's see what we got going on. We'll start with this, man. This sounds like a pretty cool event. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Coldplay, Eddie Vedder, and Muse are among the artists confirmed to perform at a worldwide 10-hour Live Aid-style concert that will be produced by Global Citizen one year from today. I'm sorry, one year from yesterday, September 26, 2020. And the event will be held simultaneously in New York, the city of Lagos in Nigeria, and locations in Europe, Asia, and Latin America. Will this be streamed live? I would assume there's going to be some kind of a tie-in where all these events are trying to happen at the same time. Some of the confirmed co-hosts include, I'm sorry, other acts slated to appear are Ozzy Osbourne, Billie Eilish, Metallica, Cyndi Lauper, Janelle Monae. It goes all over the place, by the way. Lizzo, Miley Cyrus, Alicia Keys, Pharrell Williams, Shawn Mendes, and Usher. These are just a handful of the names. Some of the confirmed co-hosts include Hugh Jackman, Idris Elba, Jill Vetter, Katie Holmes, Rachel Brosnan, uh, Trevor Noah, with more to be unveiled. So this is gonna, they're going for a really, really big event. Hugh Jackman's uh, coming to town, is he not? Very yeah. soon for his, uh, his one-man his, show. His show at the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dr- would love to get him by here. 
Uh, Nick, weren't you supposed to go see Eddie Vedder this weekend? It's this weekend. Yeah, he's in. You're not he's, going? No, it's the Ohana Fest in uh, Southern California. It's There's right on the some beach. Bad news. Uh, one of my favorite people uh, <laughs> broke his foot. <laughs> I'll, uh, trying to take on a mighty mountain. He never actually made it to the mountain. But uh, Nick McElwain, I want you to take a moment and say a silent prayer for him. Thank you. Here's a picture. He's got a cool little scooter, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture of you uh, high on the mountaintop, arms raised in a yep. V. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Lemon yellow sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it. Of course. Deadly. Whatever he says mm-hmm. there. The dead lay. Yeah. Okay. In pools of maroon below. Deadly. Deadly. Dilly Bilotti. Dilly Bilotti. Dilly Bilotti. Uh, the event will be the culmination of a year-long campaign titled Global Goal Live, The Possible Dream. Uh, and it will benefit the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which aims in on ending extreme poverty and also tackling climate change. Complete lineups and performer of performers and hosts for each location and the rest of the locations themselves will be announced in early next year. Uh, next year marks the 10-year countdown to achieve the United Nations Global Goals, a roadmap to end extreme poverty and reduce inequality by 2030. So... If, they, if they're a year off and they're already announcing this be, these big of names, imagine what they're going to be adding to that list. So Have they announced venues for any of it or just the cities? No, venues are yet to come. Okay, because so. the, one, the Global Citizen has done uh, Central Park in New York a few times. Okay. And I went and saw Pearl Jam there, and it probably was the worst Pearl Jam show I've ever seen. It, it's just not a great place to see a concert. Yeah, yeah, that's what I hear. I know The Who played there one time, yeah. and I heard the same thing. It's a nice vibe, but it just... Uh, um, you can't see it. No. Mm. Foo Fighters have shared another surprise EP release. The latest features a numerical title like their recent outings, and it's called 01070725. And it features five songs, a mixture of live cuts, demos, and familiar Foo Fighter numbers, and can be found now on most streaming services. Uh, it's the second release by the band this month, and the third in recent months. Last week, we told you about the one that was titled 00050525 Live in Roswell. <laughs> And then they had one that was a surprise that came out in July that was called 0095-0025. Uh, That's so a I, lot of stuff. I don't know what the numbers mean. My head hurts. Yeah. So, uh, anyhow, they have just released it. So, if you're a Foo Fighters fan, you want to get on it. Queens of the Stone Age frontman Josh Homme has officially announced the next two installments in his Desert Session series of albums, ending a 16-year hiatus since the last ones were released back in 2003. Uh, He'll release Desert Sessions, Volumes 11 and 12, on October 25th. And both volumes were recorded in a six-day span in December of last year at his Rancho de la Luna Studios in Joshua Tree, California. Uh, Joining him on the albums are Royal Blood singer-bassist Mike Kerr, uh, Les Claypool of uh, Primus, uh, ZZ Top's Billy Gibbons, and more. Uh, Noticeably absent, though, is Dave Grohl. Earlier in the summer, Billy Gibbons had mentioned that Grohl had been present at the recording session, although he was apparently there just to cook barbecue and not participate in the music. Yeah, right? No, you know Hasselhoff. Who else? Yeah, he wasn't no, there either. Hasselhoff. <laughs> um, Hell Yeah releases its sixth studio album called Welcome Home Today, and the band has marked the occasion by sharing a new video of a song from the set called Sky and Water. Uh, the clip features backstage and performance footage of the band's late drummer, Vinnie Paul Abbott, who passed away in June of last year at the age of 54. Uh, Welcome Home includes Abbott's final recordings with the group as he laid down his drum tracks before his death. Um, In a recent interview with Tom Maxwell, the guitarist said that uh, he wasn't sure if Hell Yeah would continue on and make a new album following the completion of the Welcome Home tour cycle. So 
Who knows? And then one last thing. Uh, Metallica's uh, Lars Ulrich has told Polestar in a new interview that the band has no plans to stop recording and performing as long as its members can physically deliver a successful show. Um, uh, they've been having incredibly successful shows lately. Yeah. The, Highest grossing touring band last year, right? Yeah, and second only in all time to you Jeff Dunham. To, oh, no, to you too. <laughs> Although Jeff Dunham has done some impressive things. He's a very talented ventriloquist. Yeah. And you you actually think it's talking. Yeah. And we need more of that in this world. Thinking Uh, people are talking. Thinking people are talking? (laughs) Uh, The drummer, who will turn 56 in December, joked about the length of the band's current worldwide wired tour, which began nearly three years ago. He said, when people go, how long is the tour? Uh, well, maybe to my early to mid-70s, and then as long as we can keep going without, you know, falling prey to physical ailments that can cut these things short, knock on wood. You have to realize we live in a world where there are human-sized squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy world. It's a crazy world. <laughs> Asked if he thinks uh, Metallica can keep going that long, uh, Lars said, I'm... I don't know. Now, he said, I'm pretty sure that the notion of us playing or functioning when we're 76 mentally is not a stretch at all. In terms of the desire to want to play music, connect with each other, connect with the fans and take Metallica music, um, I think that we can, uh, definitely. But he said, we'll always get an incredible joy out of playing music, sharing it with people. We'll always have incredible respect for the audience and we'll always feel that. Playing is something that keeps us alive. Obviously, the physical part of, part of it is the big unknown. I don't know how long it can go, but we'll see. I says. think they have uh, many years uh, yeah, left in them. They're not slow. I mean, down. they've actually, there was a dip there for a while where, uh, you know, there was uh, some hand-wringing on the part of the band, but they're, they're back and stronger than ever. Yep. All right, and that's it. That's what I got in music news for you. I want to give away five more passes to see the movie Joker uh, next Tuesday at uh, AMC Neshaminy 24. Uh, we'll be at 730. No, you know, let's do eight. Oh, Let's give away eight of them. You're two, on fire. 215-263. On fuego. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. And uh, it doesn't open nationwide until Friday, October 4th, but we'll get you in to see it next Tuesday. Let's take a break. Come back. Get ready to wrap it up. Give away that trip to L.A. that we have. Uh, and find out what Pierre's got going on and that you move on closer to the weekend and more chances to win $1,000 with Money Shark and all that. We'll be right back. Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Thank yous are in order. Today has been a lot of fun. It started off with uh, Chad Daniels. Yeah. Chad was great. Um, He's a super nice guy, and he's very, very funny. He's going to be at uh, Punchline tonight and tomorrow. There are two shows each night. You can get your tickets. At punchlinephilly.com, by the way. And then we had the amazing Kate Flannery on. So cool. Kate uh, continues to dance with the stars. And Monday night is her next showing. Uh, she's going to dance on Monday. And you can vote for her. And you need to vote during the show. You can vote 10 times via text and 10 times online. So honestly, so what I'm probably going to do, I'm, I may jump on Instagram Live and just to remind people and, uh, and watch her section. Yeah. Because... Um, you know, for God's sakes, wouldn't that be the best if she got this? Especially because she's one of her favorite people. And, and she, she never, she doesn't forget us. No, and she's from here, and she's happy to be from, proud to be from here, so uh, we'd love for her to win. I that. mean, and she's, she looks like she's having fun dancing, too. All right, let me, let, let me. Go ahead. We're not as good a friend 
to Bradley Cooper as... As we say? Yeah, yeah like, I mean, we are. <laughs> yeah. But though you would think we were... We that, may have oversold the... Inflated <laughs> it, if you will. Friendship, so to speak. Yes, yes. So I, mean, I mean, I definitely but not know there's... Kate. No, Kate's for real. Mm-hmm. And I think, in essence, Bradley Cooper's still there somewhere. Yeah. If you were to remind him and perhaps even incorporate some brainwashing. So here's the difference. <laughs> If we were to run into Bradley at the supermarket... He would scream security. No, he probably wouldn't. But okay. we would have to remind him, maybe, who we were. Right. Yeah. And then he would be like, oh, yeah, totally. I love mm-hmm. you. No, and, then say like, yeah. and then we'd go out and follow him out to the parking lot. <laughs> yes. But Kate would hug Oh, you. Yes. yeah. Oh, come here. You know, so, yeah. That's, that's the type of relationship yeah, we have with Kate. It's like this close to a cheese girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyhow, Monday <laughs> is when she dances. What's happening? Uh, so, vote. And thank you to Primo Hoagie. Yeah. Feeding us and our guests here this morning. And uh, don't forget that uh, whether you're watching the game with friends or headed down to the tailgate, don't forget to pick up the best tasting hoagies in the Delaware Valley with over 90 locations. Find yours at primohoagies.com. And thanks to the gang in Ardmore for dropping off the hoagie trays. And cookies. This morning. And the cookies, too. Absolutely. Um, We need to do the letter of the day. Uh, Case, you're going to do that for us? Here he yeah. comes. He's coming. Oh, oh my man. God. I wow. totally thought I was going to be able to right, do Case it. was all ready to go. Just finish this prep, I think. He comes in like a gazelle. <laughs> so nimble. Yes. And, and so graceful. Reminds me of a young Barishnikov. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so put together. It's like yes. he's been here for hours. It, it doesn't look like he was just I next to a hand grenade explosion. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to know, Chicky? <laughs> the letter? S. Preston and Steve on Is that well, it, really? The Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter? Yes. Yes, all right. Yeah. I asked as, him. As in so put together. Yeah. As in so effing put together. As in caller 7 at 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> caller 7. Uh, that's the number that we are going to take. Pierre yeah. makes the cousin it look work. I just love you. Mm-hmm. Try to find a winner if we can. Not easy being me. I know. No. It does not look like it. Can't be. <laughs> you should actually, at some point, you should, uh, we should get a shot of you coming down the, remember how Cousin Nate used to come down the chimney? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Get a shot with your yeah. hair. What, we, your what we really need is we need a camera. You, that's what I was going to say. Right outside of the our pe- studio a door. camera. To watch him haul ass down <laughs> the moment I go, all right, is Pierre here? No, all right. And then vroom, yeah. he comes flying down the hall. We could get the Pierre cam the right outside life. the studio, and then once he gets in our studio, ours will catch him trying right, trying right. his best to get to the microphone. Saunter. <laughs> I was sauntering down the hallway. All right. Saunter. What, what even to dive deeper, what I'd really <laughs> like to have, and it would never happen. Camera at his house. Camera at his house. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. As the morning begins. <laughs> I... <laughs> Would pay money to see that. I would subscribe to whatever channel that was. Back in the zoo days, Debella was out. Uh, I lived up in the art museum. I had an apartment at 20th and Green. And um, he and the newsman, Mark the Shark, were out um, on some remote that was near the art museum. And they said, let's go to Pierre's house. And I didn't, I hadn't, I didn't have the radio on. My buddy calls me. He goes, they're outside. And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, they're outside your apartment. And all of a sudden, I hear. Arrgh. I go, no, 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 no. Arrgh. Arrgh. The buzzer. I go, oh, no, oh, no. If I, I couldn't say no, he would have stayed there and broadcast live and bothered me until I came, opened the door. So you had to pretend you were not there. 
So no, so I buzzed them up, oh. and and it was it wasn't pretty. <laughs> and they come up live into my little apartment, and there's debris everywhere. <laughs> and and I, John looks around, and goes, "All right, let's go." And and he says, "What do you think, Mark?" And Mark the shark, the newsman, goes, "I I've never seen anything this 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 disastrous. It's wow. it's it's un it's unbelievable." <laughs> <clears throat> is your is your house right now in in in, in good shape? It comes and goes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's up and down. Like an elevator. <laughs> come see, come saw. Because I know Metza, you. Metza. You have people to sort of occasionally. You 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 know your 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 shortcomings, and you have a person who comes and helps you organize things. And, I do. And so I I assume you you take that step with your. She does. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's not garbage all over the place. No. 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 Okay. No. no, no. Right. It's just cluttering. It's clutter. I okay. assume a lot of lot, like chicken bones and stuff. A lot of yeah, um, beer cans, yeah. steak packages. Yeah, yeah. Um, from rent a steak. I go there a lot. Wrestling yes. posters. Yeah, rent a steak. Uh, yeah. Rent a steak. <laughs> yeah, you oh, don't yeah. actually eat it. You just spend some time. Restaurant. Rent a steak. I'm going to be doing commercials for them starting next wow. week. It's okay. beer for rent a steak. All right. I well, like steak. steak. I just don't like eating it. Yeah. yeah. Just rent one yeah. and look at it. Yeah. Okay. You can look at it medium. Medium rare, well, or raw. All right. Uh, I got to go to the calls here because she's oh, been yes, right. for a long time. So call in number seven. I'm going to go to Lori. Hey, Lori, good morning. Good morning. All right. So, Lori, first of all, your caller number seven. If you can tell me the word of the week prize, we have a hell of a trip to give to you. Jedi. Force be with you. Yes. That is absolutely correct. And, wow, Lori, I heard that scream. Can you give it to us one more time? I said, woohoo, eat it, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And so the word is Jedi. Of course, we're giving away a trip to see the Breaking Bad movie with yes, the word of Jedi. Of course. Uh, and, no, we're going to give you a trip for two to Los Angeles for the premiere <laughs> of El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. You yell all you want, Lori. Go right ahead. <laughs> Uh, October 6th through the 8th, and the trip does include round-trip airfare, two nights lodging in Hollywood with daily breakfast for two. Passes, steak rental. Passes. There's a st- rent-a-steak uh, gift card. Uh, passes to the premiere and more. So, uh, congratulations. You're, you guys are Oh, you have a best. nice flight. Thank you, Laura. You have it really, literally have, have a, a nice, nice flight. flight. Okay, yeah. you're going to be flying to Hollywood. Uh, don't forget the Netflix television event, El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie starring Aaron Paul, will launch globally on Friday, October 11th, from Sony Pictures Television. Uh, what's happening on the program today? Well, thank you for asking, Peebo. I got. <laughs> Peebo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, the money shark swimming at 11 a.m. and he swims again at 1 p.m. Chances of a thousand bucks. I've got tickets for Glorious Sons Union Transfer. They just went on sale for their January appearance there. I've got tickets for uh, Collective Soul next Thursday at the Parks Excite Center and passes to meet the band. Those are the giveaways. I've got cool workforce blocks, including Sting. He just went on sale for his show at the Met in November. Uh, Also, we've got uh, Journey there at the Hard Rock uh, today and tomorrow, tonight and tomorrow. And uh, the Struts will also be featured in the workforce blocks today. It'll be fun. Nice. Excellent. Hey, before we get out of here, yeah, Casey, I would like to do this. I want to give a shout-out. To a very excited young man who's here in our studio. His name is Blake. He yeah. just loves, loves, loves MMR. <laughs> and so we're giving him a big shout out. Yep. And and to the Freds, too, because yeah. I've, I've, I've never met a Fred 
Friend 2 and Friend 3 before. So I wanted to give them some shout-outs as well. So we've had Alex and Ryan, too. And Alex, we've had some very uh, wonderful in-studio guests this morning, so it's been a lot of fun. I also want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Godshulls. Check out the new Godshulls packaging. Easy read look. Same great bacons. Also brought to you. <laughs> that was good putting words together. It was then that Preston realized he didn't know what he was saying. Easy read look. Yeah, you know, an easy read look. Okay. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. That's you how they describe bacon? you. You know what I like about Preston? He's got an easy read look about him. You don't want to look I'm at things and read it. Check out new Godshall's packaging. Easy read look. Same great bacons. Also brought to you by Wispis, who wants you to know we stand for service. <laughs> Next week on our program, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro Yay! will be in America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, uh, Jim Florentine will be Yay! in our studio. And uh, comedian Lori Kilmartin will be here. So those things and more. That's it. We are done. Rage on and have yourself a great weekend. And we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Oh. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. Hey, this is Nick McAway. I like to snoople and do other things. Give me a call. 1-900-SNOOPLE. Next message. Last day of work and then six days off. Let's get f***ed up. Next message. I sit on a turnpike and everybody is not moving. I am going to have a poop attack. Move out of the way. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.